Beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The veteran gamer re-enlisted. Episode 81. Let me give you a good kiss of the Phobos, baby. What's up, veteran gamers? We are back. This is the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and talks shit. America's 40K Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. As always, I'm my best friend, Ray. Eldar Rule. And our victim of sex trafficking, Pretty Dick. Chaos is only getting better. <laughs> well, yeah, they gotta fucking give the two Pulsar boys fucking all the toys. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Pretty fucking stoked. I had a good day today. Fucking not working and just reading on online all day. Cool. <laughs> Squint, squinting your eyes at fucking blurry ass fucking pictures. Yeah. You, you fucking you posted that and I was like, I ain't, I ain't fucking reading that shit. This shit hurts my eyes. I'm getting old, dude. I'm thirty. You are getting old. You're like what, like forty three now? I just fucking said thirty three. Yeah, forty three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Old as fuck, dude. Gonna <laughs> die here in the next couple of years. Hopefully. <laughs> next couple of minutes. <laughs> well, something stupid like I'm gonna like take a shit no that's actually kind of cool dying on the like, shit. yeah yeah die like Elvis that's the way to go but he was eating cherries I thought I thought he was just died of a heart attack from all the drugs he did trying to strain a poo out mm. these are all possible factors that and fried Elvis peanut butter banana life. sandwiches that, that sounds was, amazing that was his favorite fried peanut butter banana sandwiches like it's he's famous for that huh I didn't know that. Yeah, the fried peanut butter and banana. Anyway, 40K Podcast. We we are the 40K Podcast. We are the 40K Podcast. So The most entertaining, non-censored, don't fucking pop. and Dude, you know the Warhammer 40K Podcast? You can hear the guy saliva in his mouth every <laughs> fucking word he says. I don't listen to it, to be honest. I, I haven't listened to one episode. Is it, it that bad? Tries, it, it's like the past two have been pretty good content because they've actually had people talking about like the new shit coming out in the box and their like designs. So, I mean, that's been cool. But fuck, it's like he has a dick just fucking washing around in there while he's talking somehow. <laughs> it, the the Cox cast? It's a Cox cast. <laughs> 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 so awesome. in today's episode <laughs> uh, both uh, well both Ray and Pretty Dick were at one tournament and 1600 miles away I was at another and so we in got the some sticks in the sticks literally and I got some things to talk about but um, yeah so we were at tournaments 1600 miles apart um, different metas of course probably we'll see I don't know and then um, that was very non-committal of me to say maybe yes I don't know I don't know so I feel like I'm a part of like the long war at this point. Um, <laughs> we're just gonna call this a shit talking podcast. This episode we just talk shit on everyone else's podcast. That sounds good to me, man. Fuck yeah. you, Pablo. 
You guys are best friends. You guys I are know. Best friends. I know. I'm giving him shit, man. Um, you guys go way back. Yeah, we go way back. Um, so in this episode, we're doing some after-action reviews. Uh, Pretty Dick has a little bit of news, something special happening to his codex um, with blurry pictures and whatnot. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. And we do have voicemails yeah. this week. Uh, our listeners pulled their um, their vaginas out of the dirt, put their tampons back in, and decided to give us some voicemails. Hey, see, this is what's going to come to for uh, That's a big-ass word I just tried to use. Fruition. I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to come but to I mean, fruit like, roll-ups. Is, uh... <laughs> but, like, you make fun of people. You know, there's two things. They're either going to cry and become a libtard and then move fucking 1,600 miles away and go live in the sticks in the snow. Or you can fucking grow some balls and call back and talk shit. See, it's, it's you grow up or you become a libtard. Speaking of shit talking, so, of course, we're talking about my baby seal country out here in mid-Missouri. Mid and, of course, BAM has been talking shit about the baby seal country. I've been out here, too. So I brought the Midmo guys to a tournament that BAM was at. And, oh, man, some shit went down. <laughs> All right. Let's get to your shit. So after we <laughs> yeah, get yeah, I want to hear that first. Stuff, no, it was just like, ah. he goes, you call us a bunch of, like, like cousin fuckers and everything. And I t- <laughs> <laughs> so BAM was calling them a bunch of, like, crappy cousin fuckers. And it's like apparently there's like a big deal of like their teams like really hate on each other. So it was fun kind of getting them together and like me being the glue that caused shit talking between all of them. If I can do that, that's wonderful. That's my goal. I mean, I th- with all that aside, there's a lot of stuff leaked out. I mean, the whole Shadow Spear box has been shown, and I, I do want to say the models look pretty fucking cool. Oh, we're yeah. Split- we're, we're splitting the box, right? Pretty dick? Yeah. All right, I already right. have uh, Dave Cuts ordered it. All right, sweet. Getting it in like two weeks. Cool. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, you guys want to start there with some of those those leaks and news and shit like that? Yeah, I don't care. I don't... Let, me, let me get ready for it if we are. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna get our information up, and we're gonna be back with some data slate. Bam here from the Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. I want you to head over to www.flyingmonkeycon.com. We are Kansas and Wichita's biggest wargaming event. We have Warhammer 40K, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, Infinity, Star Wars X-Wing. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. We have even added a Warhammer 40K friendly this year for players that are inclined to go that way. We have a room block available. With your room block, you get free booze and free food. Can't beat that. Not a lot of cons offer such a thing. So get your tickets soon. Head on over to www.flyingmonkeycon.com. It happens June 21st through the 23rd, 2019, right here in Wichita, Kansas. Hopefully Dunkalicious, Matt, and myself will see you there. Tickets are selling fast, so if you want the higher-tiered swag bags, get on it. And don't forget, we have a Horus Heresy Narrative event. Great feedback from it last year. We're looking forward to having it this year. Dave runs a great event. See you guys soon. www.flyingmonkeycon.com And we are back. Uh, the data slate. This is, we're talking about news and rumors and other shit. And we've got some news that has come out. Who wants to saw it? work. What has worked out when we fucking record, like, all the news comes out the day we record, which is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, cool. So it, it works out for our, our release schedule. My release but schedule yeah. is every morning before I take a shower. And in the shower. So 
Before yeah, you, you at the end of the dip. shower? No, before the shower and during the shower. Oh, double, huh? So I can get all sloppy all over myself and not have to use a sock. And then I can wash off when I wash off. I'm like, eh, I'll just do this again. Oh, no, no, no. I'm right after I ate Chipotle. I go take my, <laughs> my afternoon lunch break. <laughs> spend another 20 minutes in that bathroom. I'm like, hey, I'm already looking at porn. I might as well just rub one out really quick. God, dude, you like fucking Del Taco and fucking Chipotle. You're like the I'm basic white. white right. I'm white. I'm fucking god. white, man. I like white Mexican food. It's not. Oh my god, dude, that's racist. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but the but the eighty days ago or eighty days ago they had this countdown, and there was a stupid spear and a fucking number. And today, the day of recording, uh, uh, Jennifer, March, March fifth. Had, yes, I had to see them out. Uh. <laughs> did, did you have to count on your fingers too? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I just had to say three words, and then I got it. But oh. Mar- March fifth, Abaddon was revealed, and I don't give a shit. I mean, I just think it looks like Gilliman with a sword in his other hand. But uh, pretty dick. You should be pretty happy about that, no? I'm pretty fucking stoked. I mean, I, he looks really cool, but I'm more excited about his rule set when it comes out because. Man, that thing looks bitchin'. He's the size of Gilliman, basically. And if you go anything off the lore, he should be the most powerful guy in the fucking universe. Except for, like, Chaos Gods and shit. So, I hope he's got a good rule set that matches that body. Because, man, it's good. Yeah, well, earlier today, or 4pm, where fucking the Coxcast is, they had their little live Warhammer live shit, and they were talking about the history and the story of fucking Abaddon. I guess, I guess he was an all right dude when he first started out, I guess. And then fucking, he thought Horus was like fucked up. So he didn't follow him. Then he went to black arm and all this shit. Now he's where he's at. So, and he's like, I guess refused all the gods. Like he doesn't want, want to be a demon. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been offered to be a demon prince uh, like multiple times by every single God. But the problem with doing that is if you're a, a slave to them, then you always you're restricted to being towards like Thyatera. You can't stay in reality for very long. And he wants to fuck up the Imperium. So it's Sick. cool. So yeah. I, I I foresee him, you know, obviously getting bigger here in the picture. They have a little comparison to a space marine and a cardsman. He is Gilliman size. Yep. Uh he he'll at least be the same toughness as Gilliman. Right? I, like what you do think you think? So? I, I hope I, I kind of I want to like kind of I guess wish hammer Abaddon. What what would be your wish hammer right now for him? Uh, I want I, I basically want his same rule set that he has, but just T six strength six. He's already got he's already got a four up invul and he's already got all the marks. But I want at least reroll ones to wound. That's all I want. Then then it makes like chaos space means really fucking good. You don't think they'll give him a three-up invul like Gilliman? Like, because he's Pro- bigger, probably. so why why would he be bigger? Right. The, the the problem is is they they know how many psychic powers you can stack on Abaddon. You can give him right now, currently, a three-up invul, a five-up feel no pain, minus one to hit. You could literally stack everything in all of my books on him because of his keywords, except for like specific Death Guard and Thousand Suns. Yeah, so sure. does Gilliman move six or move eight? Uh, I think he moves like eight. Yeah, he has like a long stride, so he might move. Yeah, and, and, he, and he gets I'd, like plus one to that. I don't really think it would be a problem. Like, you, you want to put all your powers on him? Sure, he's a character. He's already character protected. You know, 
And yeah. most of, don't most of your shit have like can only be improved to a three plus plus anyways. Correct. That's what it's maxed out at. Yeah. So like, what? Well, I don't know him to have a three plus plus. Whatever. He's some main character. So why not? I do foresee his points going up though. If he gets, if he's T six, still has that what half damage shit. Like I still I see his points going up. Which I wouldn't be surprised about. I mean, as of right now, he has I think seven or eight wounds. I mean, he's he's pretty beefy as he is at the moment. So All right. I, let's make I don't him. Know. Let's make him ten wounds. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> now he's targetable. That's stupid. You got too big there, buddy. That's what happens here. Eat too many fucking tacos, Del Taco. Being a white boy. <laughs> he's a pretty. He's pretty white too. Yeah, right. <laughs> All that time in the Eye of Terror. Yeah, so obviously they broke the news. You know, Abaddon, they showed his model. They got fucking Vigilus, Ablaze. Um, yeah, that's fucking sweet. Uh, that's pretty cool. So obviously there's going to be some chaos shit in there. Um, I'm really curious what else is going to be there, though. Right? Like, I see some Scions here in this one picture where there's some, like, crazy pictures. They're going to have the new uh, Vanguard guys for sure. There'll probably be detachments for them because they don't want them to suck too bad. Um, yep. I'm really looking for. I don't know what's going to be because like, there's rumors that there's going to be a third book, and the third book is going to cover all the factions that aren't on Vigilus. Because I mean, I would think it'd be pretty stupid if, like, oh yeah, all the factions are here for some stupid ass reason. Well, aren't most of their books like in threes? Didn't they do that with fucking um, like you? You need like what was that? The whole like tribe you need or something? Yeah, there was the three books. I don't know if they always do that, but. I never really pay attention to the campaigns because the campaigns were always like non-competitive shit to where oh, and the for, like, campaigns never really had rules, did they? No, they had like missions and formations or like other shit for APOC. But now, I mean... No, because um, a lot of the other campaign books in the past, like in 6th and 7th edition, had new rules and detachments. No, I'm, talking, I'm talking about before that. No. Like 6th and 7th is still like yesterday to yeah. me. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm super stoked. Obviously, I'm going to buy it because I buy all this shit because I got to read everything and make sure no fucking Adam Gotties are, like, cheating me with the rules or some <laughs> shit. So. It's the one time you get to work your brain reading. Which is not really reading because I skim through it and I just look at important parts. I don't know how I do it and I don't know how I remember rules, honestly, because I honestly don't read the rule. It's like being with the girls. Like, you don't look over all of it. You just skim over it to get to the important parts. Yeah, so, like... I won't know your name until like the end of the night to where I know I'm going to have to use it at some point through the night. That's, that's just how it was. <laughs> if you're really good, you never have to say her name. No, you just, you know, pet names. That's what they were made for. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> and you put her in your phone as hot chick with a cool birthmark. <laughs> Dude, I, I used to call a girl B, just the letter B. <laughs> <laughs> And she thought it was cute because she thought it was short for babe. I, was, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just went with it. I was like, yeah, that's that's why. Yeah. But how about these powers? Like, I, I'm not going to read them, so let's get into them powers. So you want to do chaos first? Yeah, that's you. It's all uh, get in. All right, all right, motherfucker. Hold on one second. All right. All right, so it's got the new malefic discipline, and then that's where it's get really sweet. So there's six powers on here. Some of them are kind of long. Um, I'll, I'll kind of skim through the ones that aren't that interesting. No, you say you say that, but like I think that's 
what GW has come to realize, like they need to make this fucking paragraph so fucking then they can try their very best so neckbeards won't be like, well, they didn't say this or fucking the periods over here. I Correct. Think, yeah, I, the, I, I just there think there they're is catching on. Yeah, because there already is kind of ways possibly to fuck with the the first one at least. Because they know gamers are going to break the game. That's just how the gamers wait. So, uh, first one, exactly. First one's called Incursion. Uh, It's a warp charge of seven. If manifested, the Psyker can attempt, can immediately attempt to summon a unit of demons to the battlefield using the demonic uh, summoning ritual rule ability. um, As if it was the movement phase. You get a roll up to four dice instead of three. And then the Psyker does not suffer any mortal wounds as a result of doubles or triples for rolling. So, it's already, it's, it's kind of cool now, uh, just because you're not suffering any of the mortal wounds for any of the doubles that you'd normally roll. No, now, I know what power, you're thinking. The what? powers is the moving. Exactly. You, can, you don't have and to four-plan it. Exactly. And the, like, you're, I, most people are already thinking, like, summoning, no one fucking does that. Well, a lot of really good people do use summoning, and it can be very, very useful in the right circumstance. I mean, I the never, top... Top eight of LVO this past LVO fucking uh, it made top eight. Uh, dearth, Josh, yeah, dearth, yeah, dearth, yeah, dearth made it. Yeah. So, but whatever. Um, the real benefit is is that you are able to now move, advance. Now you're in the psychic phase. You can warp time, or someone else can warp time you. No, fuck again. you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now. That fucking guy, the only guy I know of right now is that one special Master of Possessions actually has access to these disciplines. So now he's moving up to possibly 24 inches up the fucking board. And then your summoning range is 12 inches. So now you can just summon turn one anything you want. And you get to roll four dice and you don't take any uh, penalties for doing that. When you summon, do they have to be nine inches away still? Yes, so the, it's a 12-inch range, but the, they still have to drop away 9 inches away. But you're able to buy certain things, like instruments, so you're able to get plus 1 to charges through the summoning ability. No, yeah, just, I, was, I, was just, one, I was just wondering. Uh, the one thing that sucks is that you don't get to use like the Banner of Blood stratagems because they're all pre-game, and since that unit doesn't exist at the pre-game moment, you can't use it. But and so, the, so turn that, 1, I can hatch it on for us that don't know, Banner Blood is the 3d6 charge, I believe? Yeah, 3d6 okay. charge, yeah. Cool. So that that uh, it, Demonic Incursion, or whatever it's called, just Incursion, um, I think it's going to see some use, because you can really get something up the fucking board, and then turn one when your opponent's not expecting you to have shit in their face. It just comes down, and there's no restriction to summoning uh, turn one. So no, you say summoning turn one, that's... That's because we're here on the West Coast, and ITC is pretty strong and predominant over here, and they play that way. I know of some places that have ruled. I know there's TOs that even argue it that you cannot summon turn one because using reserve points on top of after turn three, you can't use reserve points. Well, the, they're wrong. I talked I, to Reese about I'm it wrong. at the fucking GT this weekend. He talked to the fucking uh, the rules writers. Yes, you can. Turn one and after turn three. No, I, I yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, like, I, I know it's places. for the, it's for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so number two. People say no, they're fucking wrong. You're wrong. Uh, You're wrong. Just do it anyways. Yeah, exactly. 
You just laugh at them. Number two, Sacrifice. I'm not a big fan of this, but I'll still talk through it. Uh, warp Charge of four, so it's pretty easy to get off. Um, if manifested, choose a model within two inches of the Psyker. Automatically suffers a mortal wound. Then you choose a friendly Legion Demon, so that, that means you can't use anything from the Chaos uh, Demons Codex. It has to be specifically from Chaos Space Marines. Um, and just a little FYI, there's been no rules saying can or cannot use on Death Guard or Thousand Suns. Presumably you cannot use them, but we'll see. As it is right now, technically you can, but it's not released. So, but, so you're, you did a mortal wound to a, uh, a model within two inches of the Psyker, and then you choose a Legion Demon model within 18 inches of the Psyker. Regains D3 mortal wounds. If you inflict a mortal wound on a warp smith within two inches of you and you pick a demon engine like a defiler or a plague burst crawler, it heals just straight three wounds. Well, I mean, so, the straight three is it, cool, but it's I, okay. I, it's not yeah. the best. It, exactly. It, it's one of those things that you might have in your back pocket and something's about to die and you want to make a charge with it. Oh, you know what? I can give it three, more, three wounds right now. Uh, sure. I, I just don't think you're going to be looking for that. Like before you charge a tail line with a... A fucking paper scholar that could blow up on you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that never fucking happens. Never. <laughs> Number uh, three. All right. Uh, this, this, one one. I think, this one I think is really dumb. Yeah, I got all the fucking long ones to read. Mutated Invigoration. So I, I'll just explain this one really fast. It's for Chaos Spawn possessed or cult of destruction which is mutilators or obliterators uh warp charge of seven so each one of those units has some kind of random ability it's either a re-roll like mutations for the chaos spawn re-roll number of attacks for the possessed or re-roll one of the ap strength or damage rolls for mutilators or obliterators so on a warp charge of seven you get to re-roll one of those dice so you could have just used a CP? Or you could just use a Gaze of Fate reroll from the Demon's Codex, which is a warp charge of six, and it just does it rerolls anything you want. But this is giving you more rerolls. I, I guess, but you're using a psychic power that's not that easy to get off. It's on a seven to reroll one of these. I, oh, I know I know all about powers of being seven, not fucking going <laughs> off all game. Yeah. No about sucks. it. Sucks, huh? Yeah, so I, I I think that one's crap. I think that's another one where like if you're running two or three units of obliterators, um, yeah, sure, maybe you want to get that power. Chance starts not going to go off, and I mean, how many times have you rolled a one into a one? So, no, I, I'm not that stoked for it. So, number four. Now this one gets pretty interesting. Um, possession. Yeah, it's fucking long. So possession has a warp charge of five. Super easy to get off. So until the start of your next psychic phase, the, the AP of your melee attacks on the psyker that you, that casted it is improved by two. So if your AP one, it goes to AP three. That's actually the example they use. Furthermore, until the end of the next psychic phase, each time the psyker destroys an enemy infantry character in fight phase, you get a, a chaos spawn model to your army. If you kill a Heretic Astartes or Astra, or Astra um, Adeptus Astartes, so Space Marines or Chaos Space Marines, you get that new Greater Possessed model. You get to add that to your army. And I'm going to cut it off right there. 
Nowhere in this thing says that you get it for free or you do not pay for it in matched points. So just like everything else that you get Chaos Bonds for, like in the Thousand Suns Codex, you have to pay for those. So right there, the, the, the second and third line of that is basically useless unless you're doing uh, open play or narrative. So, but, I mean, if you're in shitty. an army, if you're in an army that's going to be using incursion, or I mean, these guys are supposed to be summoning anyways, you may have those points. It's possible. I mean, I don't know when you'd want to use a chaos base or a chaos spawn, or I mean, if you had seventy points for the greater possessed. I don't know. I mean, in a world of possibilities, you could want to use it. I don't know um, off the top of my head. But this is where it gets good. So, uh, no, fuck you. This one's horrible. <laughs> in addition. <laughs> Each time the Psyker destroys an enemy vehicle in the in the in enemy vehicle model in the fight phase that could explode, it automatically explodes. No dice rolls are made, and any mortal wounds suffered by the Psyker uh, in the resulting explosion are ignored. Ooh. So, I run up to your knight, kill the knight, auto explodes in the middle of your fucking army, and I don't take any wounds for it. You that know what been fucking good. You know what have been cool though if it like instead of uh, suffering mortal wounds, you took D3 healing. Like, it would heal you instead of hurting you. That'd be What's cool. A, that'd be pretty cool. But whatever. Uh, I, mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it happening, but it, it would be cool. Now, the, the one thing that you gotta remember is with this malefic discipline, so far the only one that gets it is the Master Possessions. And he is basically a normal sorcerer, so it's like minus one D3 damage. Strength six, so it's not that good. Now, if they later change it to where this can go on a demon prince, for example, it's really, really fucking good. So I don't know until we get more rules and we see you know who else can be affected and get this discipline. It could be really good. Number five is cursed earth. Now I really, really like this power. This this is the one that I was pissed about not that before. Yeah, it's really good. So. Has a warp charge of seven, so it's not the easiest thing to get off, but it's pretty good. If manifested, then until the start of your next psychic phase, the invulnerable save of friendly Legion demon units is improved by one to a maximum of three plus while they're within six inches of the psyker. Holy not shit. wholly within, just within. So you could start throwing defilers, bank units of possessed, obliterators. If you had three units of three of those, now you have. A fucking four up invol on those things. You can get them up to a three up invol. Pretty fucking good. And this goes back to I really hope they allow um, like Death Guard and Thousand Suns to make use of these powers. Because think about three Plagueverse Crawlers with a four up invol. If that, you if you summon demons, are they Legion demons or are they? No, nope, nope, nope. I've already had to correct people online about this today. You cannot use this on normal demons, so it has to be Iron Warriors demon. You know what I mean? So it's basically your demon prince because they get legion uh, in the cast base for anyone. The possessed obliterators, mutilators, uh, fucking uh, all of your your big shit like Mauler fiends, defilers, and I think that's about it. So it, it can Dude, be really good. Mauler fiends, man, four plus symbol. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you start throwing a lot of those down, like just at your opponent in a giant ball. Well, three of them. What do you mean? Rule of three. 
Yeah, but then you still have there's forge fiends, there's smaller fiends, there's defilers, there's there's a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I thought it, it could work on fucking all demons. I was pretty mad about that part. No, 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 it, it's not all demons. But again, if it goes on to Thousand Suns, for example, or Death Guard, think about Mortarion with a three of Invul. That's why. No, I, I don't. I, I don't want to. That's that's why I think. <laughs> This isn't gonna go that way. I, I'm, I'm almost in like I'm almost 100% sure. But just thinking about it, it gets my dick hard. Like I'm, I'm rock hard right now. As <laughs> you can feel it. Oh, dude, it's it's blow it's blowing the fourth roll right now. <laughs> and, All right, uh, number six, Infernal Power, which I I also think this one's really really cool because I'll just read it. Warp Charge is six. If manifested, then until the start of your next psychic phase, reroll hit and wound rolls of one for attacks made by friendly Legion demon units while they're within six inches of this psyker. So again, all those same units that I've been already like mentioning this entire time, you know, chaos space frames don't have any reroll to wound in the shooting phase. So that's pretty fucking good. And just knowing you don't have to have a Lord by him, just cast a psychic power because I'm on a six. You have this aura of reroll hits and wounds of one, and then you're also probably casting off the plus one interval. That is a pretty good combo. And with the new obliterators getting 18 shots from three guys, pretty good. Uh, pretty, I'm really excited. Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Anytime you reroll, because those ones always turn into that five to fucking hit me. And, and, it, oh, so, and then the reroll ones to wound, because... Think about it. Obliterators can wound anything in the game easily on twos with the right, you know, because you can get psychic powers and uh, veterans on them. You can wound knights on twos pretty easily. So now you're rerolling ones for that. It, it is huge. That is big. So pretty cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't don't like the. When I say I don't like, I'm saying they're good, or they sound good anyways. Uh, the incursion actually sounds really good to me. Cursed Earth, obviously, and then the, the Infernal Power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and like you said, depending on how things unfold, the possession might actually be pretty pretty good, too. You just All they have to do is make it so anyone in my army can have, like, Psychers, obviously, can have access to the Malefic Discipline, then, yes, that would be really, really good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, maybe that's what the detachments will give you, right? Like when you become in the vigil, like the vigilist detachments, mm-hmm. you gain if you're part of that, you gain access or something. I don't know. Maybe because I, I don't know what's in there at all. I hope there's a, a detachment that gains people the demon keyword because I've been I've been daydreaming about that, and if there is anything remotely close to that, it's going to be good. So that that's my wish box. So pre- wish pretty list. much. You're pretty excited for this book to come out. I think next week, no, right? Or next week pre-order? They haven't said. Well, this wait, Shadow Spear or the Vigilist? Because they they didn't give a date yet on Vigilist. No, the Vigilist stuff. I, I haven't seen a date for it yet. Okay, Shadow Spear is this weekend, right? Uh, it gets pre-ordered this Friday, I think. Well, that, that's what I. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Vigilist is probably three weeks, let's say. Because they like to spread them out a little bit. 
Well, fucking cool, man. Wouldn't the do the Vigilus rules to go with the Shadow Spear box at the same time? Not necessarily, because they like to draw out the hype, and you know, if you don't have, if you have enough money for one thing, it's going to be Shadow Spear or a Vigilus book. They don't want you making choices like that. They want to make sure you have money to buy something this week, the following week, the week after. I think it's Spend, all marketing. Spending all your money on yep. plastic. All your money. Yep. To put on a shelf in my room. On paper and plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm running out of room in my fucking office right now because I keep buying shit that I'm not playing with. It's an issue. But are, but are you really buying? Well, you haven't won recently, so. Yeah, I did. I just got a fucking... $80 Chaos Space Marines fucking start clicking box. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. All right, what so... Did, what did you get, Andy? Nothing. Oh, Herpes. <laughs> You've already had that. You can't get it again. You can't get it again? Then what did I catch? <laughs> <laughs> crabs. That's it. Crabs. I forgot. I caught crabs. Nice. All right. All yeah. right, Andy. If you, if you pick up or not pick up uh, open up the the Imperium powers because you know nobody wants to hear me read. Where are they? I can't see them. Field. Ah, okay. Obscuration discipline. Yeah, some it's some bullshit it's, Primaris yeah, word. D- dumb name. Dumb name number nine. Well, it was better that way. Okay, we've got uh, shrouding. This is really fucking blurry. Who takes these pictures? <laughs> With a potato camera, <laughs> like it's like this is it's like from a fucking flip phone. Like you, you don't have, you can upgrade your phone from a razor. Like a fucking like, let's Nokia. Go, it's a goddamn Nokia, like the yellow Nokia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Where we thought chirping was cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shrouding has a warp charge value of six. If manifests like the friendly Adeptus Astartes Phobos unit. Within 18 inches of the Psyker until the start of your next Psychic phase, enemy models can only shoot this unit if it is the closest target that is visible to them. So Phobos is that, Bullshit. New, is that new stupid power armor? Yeah, it's their sneaky armor. Yeah, looks yeah. cool. Yeah, I, it, it does look cool. I mean, I'm, I'm getting them. Yeah. I'm getting the other half. Like yeah. I so said, clo- um, So closest target that is visible to them. So, yeah, they basically have the character rule, but snipers can't shoot them. Right, but the other thing is visible to them, so they couldn't be targeted by indirect fire. So, so read it, read it again one more time, because I, I actually think you might be right, Andy. Until the start of your next psychic phase, enemy models can only shoot this unit if it is the closest target that is visible to them. Oh no! So indirect fire can't do it. Yeah. Well, if indirect fire could draw a line of sight to them. But then they still have to be the closest unit. Closest unit visible. Yeah, it's the fucking... It's just a character rule. God damn, why are you making this so hard? It's a character rule. So we got to break the game, Ray. That's how it works. Yeah, I'm, tro- you're, I'm trolling you're, this game. We've got to break it. You're being stupid. It's the character rule. Can't fucking <laughs> mortars shoot characters? No. Yes, Shut they up. can. Yes, they can. Oh, my God. It, it got FAQ'd, Actually, I, I found that out at, at the last Dice Hammer GT. Actually, who, who told yeah, you that Adam Gotti? <laughs> no, we, we actually we actually looked it up. <laughs> okay, it was Adam Gotti. You know it's a fucking lie. <laughs> Adam Gotti. Okay, Scryer's gaze has a warp charge value of six. If manifested, select a friendly Adeptus Astartes Phobos unit within 18 inches of the Psyker. Until the start of your next psychic phase, you can reroll failed hit rolls 
for attacks made with this unit's ranged weapons, and enemy models do not receive the benefit of cover to their saving throws against ranged attacks made by this by that unit. I do not like this power. Yeah, reroll fill hits, and then you no, don't no, get the no, benefit I'm, of cover. Like, I don't like it. That that's going to be happening to me. Yeah, yeah. And and I I posted on there like this power's bullshit or like the underneath this uh, post about this power being bullshit because this is basically guide and for warp or for warp charge value six instead of seven. Yeah, it's eighteen inches instead of twenty four, but then you also ignore cover. But then I was I was getting fucking trolls on there fucking saying like oh them bolters are gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, they are. I'm fucking Eldar. Yes, I need cover to stay alive. Yes, it's it's gonna suck. But uh, I think it's a good power. The, these first two so far are really good. Yeah. Um. And the one I'm, thing we were complaining, I've always complained about um the Imperium and especially the power armor stuff was that their um psychic powers are just straight garbage, and these first two are already really good. So I thought you guys had some pretty good psychic powers. No, they're bullshit. Uh, temporal corridor is a warp charge value of six. You just blew right past that. Now it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like oh, okay. Like I guess I'm fucking wrong there. That's yeah, cool. Whatever. You are wrong. Don't it's you bull- have something that can like make a Leviathan T nine or something cool? But whatever. It's, it's fucking bullshit. Who cares? Uh, temporal corridor. <laughs> it's a warp charge value of six. If manifests, it's like a friendly Adeptus Astartes Phobos unit within three inches of the Psyker. That unit can immediately move as if. As if it were its movement phase, it cannot fall back as part of its move and must advance. Um, when rolling to see how far the unit advances, roll 3d6 and discard the two... This is really fucking blurry. The two, the lowest, two lowest results. Lowest. Uh, you cannot use temporal corridor on a unit more than once per psychic phase. So this is like... So it's, a, it's basically warp time and... And like move, move, move orders from guard. Yeah, like had a baby together. Yeah, but it, it had a legitimate child. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of like a rape child. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's. I, I don't think it's that that good. On the condition that, to my knowledge, there's nothing in the Imperium codexes that allow you to advance and charge. If there See, is, but, then it. But we don't. Good. We don't know that about the Phobos, right? Right. Well, like, no, they 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 don't. I, I already looked at their rules. Okay, but like, there's more armor coming out because the the Cox cast that I was listening to when I was driving my truck, they were saying there's plenty of more armors coming out and there's more to come. So like, you know, you know how like something new comes out, you always look back at like rules that have been out and you've discarded because oh, yeah. maybe there's some interaction. So maybe there's something in the future, but yeah, we don't know that, but. Their weapons are assault weapons or something, maybe? A lot of them rapid fire, I thought. Rapid fire. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why you would want to advance if your shit's rapid fire, then. Wasn't there stuff that's the thing, in the Vigilist book, though, advance. that allowed you to change things from rapid fire to assault weapons, though? I thought of Marine. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe but... for the Primaris Marines, but, uh, but they're not Phobos. But imagine being idea. able to move and advance 3D6 in the psychic phase and go grab an objective. Go, sure. hang, out, go hang out in a building. Can, can we acknowledge the, the word Phobos and how yeah. stupid it is? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, totally. Yeah. What, what the, I'm going to bing this shit. What the fuck is, if it's even a word? Phobos. So, uh, 
It sounds like it's something you do to a fat girl. Let me give you a good kiss of the Phobos, baby. (laughs) 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 Hallucination. Hallucination has a warp charge value of six. If manifested, select an enemy unit within 18 inches and is visible to the Psyker. Until the start of your next psychic phase, subtract one from that unit's leadership characteristic. In addition, your opponent must roll 2d6. Um, If the result is greater than the unit's leadership characteristic, subtract one from hit rolls made for the rest for that unit until the start of your next psychic phase. It's okay. I don't like it because it seems like you have to jump through so many hoops to fucking... Subtract negative one to someone's leadership. Just just to do minus one. Yeah. You have to get the power off, and then your opponent has to fail leadership, all that just from minus one, where there's all these other chaos or normal normal space brain codexes that just do a minus one. Yeah, so, this, is, this is garbage. This is this is booby. But, but like if you think about it, the, yes, you do. I'm not discrediting that you have to do like the hokey pokey, like fucking Bam says. Bam says the yeah. fucking uh, to do the, all this the shit. There's a lot have of, to do the hokey pokey. I'm Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks for stopping in, Ben. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is Weird, that, just walked into the room. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of points of failure. I get that. But if, like, you have a Space Marine chapter that's built around being minus one to hit the Raven Guard or whatever, and then you have, like, a Space Wolf, you know, a soup detachment of Space Wolves in there, and then you have, you make you minus one to hit. You know, there might be play there. It's real gimmicky. But, well, I mean, there's always right those now, gimmicky stuff. As of right now, I'm pretty sure Space Marines can already get stuff to minus two minimum. I believe it's three, though, um, just through, like, psychic powers, through Dark Angels and, and Space Wolves and all that shit. So I don't see the benefit of doing an additional one, but whatever. I mean, someone smarter than me is going to find a use for it, I hope. Yeah, uh, but just real quick, uh, the word Phobus, because that's the way it's pronounced, Phobus, Phobus. Uh, it's, it's classical mythology. A son and attendant of Ares and the personification of a fear held to possess armies and cause their defeat. Or one of the two moons of Mars. And so it's in like Greek, a terror tactic. And in Greek, it's that moment where you stick it between the two holes and you actually punch her <laughs> in the tank. <laughs> Give her a case of the Phobos. <laughs> but it's only for the Greeks. It's only for the Greeks. <laughs> They're not around anymore, right? No, the Greece is dead, Dre. There's no, there's no country yeah, of Greece just, anymore. Yeah, yeah, all of those people are dead. There's no <laughs> Greek heritage anymore. They're all gone. <laughs> um, well, I mean, in the 40k, d- d- Denmark, Ray. Probably... Denmark is Denmark a city or a country, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to know this, and I still don't know. <laughs> uh, the next one, Denarius Curse, or no, that was way wrong. Tenebris. Tenebris. This one is really good. This is really good. Uh, Tenebris Curse has a warp charge value of 6. If manifest, it's like an enemy unit that cannot fly and is visible to and within 18 inches of the Psyker. The unit suffers a mortal wound. In addition, until the start of your next psychic phase, have the unit's move characteristic and the result of any advance or charge rolls made for it. So fucking good. That is so good. So fucking good. <laughs> that is amazeballs how good that is. Have but it move. says flies. But it says fly. But even if it cannot fly. So if you can fly, you're good. Like Ray, all of his characters are good. But like against Chaos, Orcs, Tyranids, Gene Stiller Cult, 
Like, it, well, really it's, good. It's gonna it's gonna be tough because like the stuff that you're describing, Andy, you don't get to interact with until yeah. they're in your face. Like, yeah. like, like, like double moving tear uh, gene sealers, uh, boys being fucking de jumped, blood letters dropping down a deep strike. You don't get to interact with those. What this is gonna be really good against is ogres, like like bullgrins, yeah. fucking Bulgrins. Uh, uh, plague, plague bearers. You know what I mean? Like something Grotesque. that you can see coming a mile away, grotesques that you have an opportunity to actually interact with them prior to them getting to you. That's I do like the random mortal wound. Like, oh, you get one mortal wound. Here, take a mortal wound, and then this other shit happens. Yay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and what does that go off on? A six. A six. That's so stupid. That's so good. So, so I have Doombolt, which is warp charge nine. Which is one of the the highest ones I've ever ever seen in this entire fucking game. Might be the second highest, and it does D three mortal wounds, and it just halves your movement, and you cannot advance. What you have half movement, half advance, and half charges. What's the range of it? Eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just got screwed. Yeah, I, I can make it 24 if you take a fucking Thousand Suns detachment. Or what it. you could do is you take your book and turn it upside down. <laughs> and that's 81? It's 81 Oh, inches. my God. You Fuck can do yeah. 81 inches, and it's only power level 6. Oh, that's smart, Ray. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and when you show it to your opponent, just make sure you don't turn the book around. Yeah, and make sure he's also a marine. That's marine science. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Number six. Mind raid. Mind raid. Uh, when I first read this, I thought it was gonna be cooler than it is. I mean, it's cool, but it's it's you know a little bit of the hokey pokey. Anyway, mind raid has a warp charge value of six. If manifested, select an enemy model that has been eighteen inches and visible to the psyker. That model unit suffers a mortal wound. If your army is Battleforge and the model you choose was a character, you can then roll 3d6. If the result is equal to or higher than the model's leadership characteristic, you gain one command point. Yeah, I don't really like it. Well, think about big characters like like a Demon Prince or a Flying Hive Tyrant. It's like something's going to be out in front in your face. Don't think of like a small character that's going to be hiding behind a a wall. So if you're going to play against like Tyranids or... Chaos with a lot of demon princes, or what's another character that they put in your face? Uh, titties. Yeah, titties. titties in your yeah, face. T- titties usually go in your face. Yeah, great titties. Right. But you would, you would want to use armies this. for sure. Yeah, you'd want to yeah. use this. Like I, I don't know, but one thing I have noticed is how they give more wounds. These are also powers that you just select an enemy unit, so you could technically snipe characters. Yeah, but like, oh, think yep. about almost oh, like custodes. Those custodes on bikes. Yeah, yeah they well, beat their leadership, right? Aren't they leadership like nine? Yeah, but it's three d six. I fail that all the time. Well, the yeah, charge. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, there's a chance to steal a command point. Yeah, the, yeah the, oh no, wait, you steal it or you gain one. You gain a command point. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, that would have been way cooler if they could steal it from you. I meant like the steal, like if you're, you know, you're playing. That Gardy. would be cool. You would know, be cool. Yeah, but Annie, think about how cool that'd be. Well, well, you have one command point left? Oh, I'm going to use this fucking this psychic power, and now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the most fuck you move ever. I mean, it, no, that would be that would be stupid. It would have to be like power level fucking ten or eleven. But you know, it'd be cool as shit. No, it would not be cool because I I'm not I don't play chaos. It would not be cool. 
Oh, I mean, that's for anyone, but that'd be sweet. All right. Yeah, so those are the, uh, the what do we what do they call those? The psychic powers. The obscuration, obscuration discipline. Yeah, yeah, it's got a dumb name. Yeah, dumb name. Obscuration. Number, dumb name number twelve. Yeah, Malefic's way cooler than that. No, I thought these were cool, especially for Imperium that doesn't have shit for psychic powers. I think this is a cool. I like those. Those are good. There's some play in there. There's there's like three good ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Tenebra's yeah. Curse. That's fucking cool. I like that. Might see more like Space Marine Librarians now. Or at least that fucking Jedi-looking one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's cool-looking. He's fucking pretty he's dope. Cool. He's looking, he's like, like, you want to take your clothes off? You want to take your clothes off? He's staring at a chick. <laughs> oh, okay. You, <laughs> you made it less is... gay by saying that. <laughs> I like that meme online where it just shows him and he looks like he's putting a fedora on his fucking head. <laughs> It's just so, so fucking dorky. <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> and then, of course, we got all that cool shit from the Shadow Spear. Um, the the rules, the new rules for the Imperium stuff look fucking cr- like crazy good. Um, yeah, this, yeah, the books. Uh, you got the weird. The people don't like the jump pack guys with the like the jump pack that was on a diet. Uh, their their guns are interesting. Because they can make you ignore Overwatch, but they have to kill something. So, like, the things you really want to ignore Overwatch, like a knight or a fucking a Riptide, it's not going to work again. So, kind of sucks there. Maybe there's a stratagem. I guess it has got, like, flamers. Sure. Like, like 20 hand flamers? Yeah. Like, if you were to charge a bunch of um, Acolyte hybrids and they didn't make their charge or they're out in the middle of the board somewhere and you're going to charge them. But like we like or orcs uh, or guard that have flamers. They some people sometimes carry those. Like Predict said, like we've already seen the data slates of these guys, the leaked ones, anyways. Yeah. Yep. And they don't ignore moving and shooting, which I don't if I don't know why they don't give that rule. It's weird, right? It just kind of seems like they need it. They'd be strong enough to hold it or something. Hey, here's here's an ad for the fucking Cox cast. Interesting. <laughs> But it's it's weird that yeah you have a heavy weapon on a twelve inch movement model that shoots forty eight. Yeah, I I think it's weird. It's a weird mix of the two, and I don't understand it. But if you can make them space marines, or it's not space marines, they are space marines. But if you can make yeah. them space wolves, might be working with something. And I think they actually already said that they can be. Okay, I, remember, well then, I remember reading that it was chaos. It was the one that was on the fence that no one that the the community side would say, "Well, we'll let you know later." So all right, I don't know. Yeah. so probably, and then if you can, one CP, ignore fucking in, uh, modifiers. You're right. There you go. Then you can shoot hitting on threes. Very good. Very yeah, good. but I'm I'm super stoked about it. I mean, I'm gonna be building them, I guess. Or they'll probably sit like dust for a while. <laughs> <laughs> More likely the latter. So. Yep. Because it's not Eldar. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. I'm such a bitch about that, too. Hey, Eldar's more my place now, man. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking with you. I'm giving you shit. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still talking about going back to Tyranids. I know I said I was going to commit, but I don't know. It's rough, man. We'll get into it in the next segment. We'll take a quick break. Um, and we'll be back with some 
what do I call it, after action review. Speaking of shitting the bed. Um, <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> my favorite shitting the bed. Um, we did some tournaments this weekend. Yeah, GTs. Oh, that, you know, that actually reminds me, I had to throw away some underwear this morning. So you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> not, not this morning. I was driving home and I, I had to throw those away. Yeah, that happened. You, you had some Bill like, Taco. Two, two hours ago. Well, no, it was Chipotle. It was it's definitely Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> What's that shitty burrito place that's out there that you like a lot? They're pretty dick. Miguel's Jr. Miguel Jr. God, that place is so terrible. Oh, yeah. that That's white people Mexican for it sure. Has no yeah. flavor. Like no flavor mm. at all. It's all the diarrhea without any of the flavor. <laughs> it's, like taco, it. it's like Taco Bell on steroids. You know what I mean? <laughs> that makes me definitely not want to go there. Oh, it's good times. If you're, it's like getting colon blow, you know, just right out of you. <laughs> But if Denny's gave you colon blow, like it's Mexican food yeah. from Denny's. <laughs> yeah. It's so Sweet. bland. So bad. Anyway, <laughs> GTs. We did some GTs this weekend. Marine Pretty Dick did the, the dice hammer, the, the Adam Gotti GT. Um, <laughs> the, Beats the, up on blind guys. The, the Adam Gotti uh, Memorial GT. Um, because we have to remember that he plays so he can play in some tournaments because he can't play in anyone else's tournament. So it's the um, Adam Gotti Charitable Memorial Tournament for Adam Gotti and his cheating ass. Anyway, that's what Ray and Pretty Dick went to. I'm talking shit. And I went to the Desperate Allies GT in Conway, Arkansas. Arkansas. Really far. Yeah, like five and a half have, hours. If you needed me to point that on a map to save your life, you would be dead. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be totally dead. So, like just 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 the whole state, right, Ray? Like, not yeah, even just, state, I'm not. The I'm, state. No, the state is. Or, sorry, the city is out of the question. It, just the state. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just the state. You'd you'd be dead, Andy. I'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in what country is it? Is is Arkansas a city or a country, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> but to my defense, isn't there somewhere named Denmark? Like a city or something? Yes, there are cities in Denmark, you dumb fuck. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. It sounded like that's what you're no, saying. There's not a city of Denmark in Denmark, you dumbass. It's a country. It doesn't have to be in Denmark. <laughs> it's like New York is not in New York. <laughs> what? Right? What? Did you really just say that? I did just say that. All right, oh moving on. Fun <laughs> So anyway, L- LFI Unified School District. Yeah, L- LA Unified School, school District. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll lead off. Um, Hell yeah, you are, because I want to hear about this fucking weekend's baby seal clubbing. Yeah, I'm a ba- I'm a baby seal. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Carnway, Arkansas. I did not know this at the time, and neither did um, Scotty Tuhati and Tony Baloney, who I went with from here from uh, Mid Missouri. Uh, Tony Baloney, he's, uh, I guess you'd call him the team cap. I don't know if he's team captain, but he's like, he got their jerseys for, um, 40 KC. That's a little club. And, uh, 40K guns. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, uh, um, Scott is a part of the mid Missouri mafia. No, it's, 
<laughs> Forge World Columbia. <laughs> a little inside joke there. The Mid Missouri Mafia. Um, was he Italian? No, he was. He was on a um, a uh, uh, was it a paintball team? Right, you know about paintball, right? Yeah, pros. You were a professional paintballer, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that fucking name. No, it was like his little teenage club for shit. We just making fun of him. I'm giving him shit right now. Right now he's like fuming because I'm talking shit about him right now. There's so. somewhere laughing, but it's neither me, yeah, or everybody here on the West Coast. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so we went out to uh, Conway, Arkansas. Now, what I did not know about Conway, Arkansas, it is smack dab in the middle of a dry county. That sucks. So a dry county, they don't serve alcohol unless you go to like a restaurant. You can buy beer. That is sounds like a very horrible place to live. Yeah. So I'm th- you know, I'm doing my normal thing. Like I'll get done with game one. I'll go to the liquor store across the street. Grab me a couple tall boys. Put those down wait, real quick. Wait, wait, that, that's all the time. Yes. Okay, I, I've heard of some places where it's like only on Sundays they don't serve alcohol. I, but I didn't know it was all that's the Kansas. time. Kansas, they're like that on Sundays. They can't serve. Okay. They can't sell beer out of like the liquor store or the grocery store so, on Sundays. So this is no alcohol ever. You can buy beer at like a restaurant. They just don't take money. I guess. Wow. Wow, it's weird. I, we like money over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, money's great. So to me and Scott's dismay, there was no more alcohol to be found. Now Scott loves his little pocket shots, the little like mini bottles of liquor you can get. So he's like a fill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he fat? No, 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 no. Well, he probably is on the inside, but he's not fat on the outside. So, like, the reverse of Phil. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he was talking, tossing pocket shots. He bought, like, 20 of them before we left. And he was just Jesus. tossing pocket shots at me. And then all of a sudden, we, got, we drank them all, like, in the first day. Because, you know, <laughs> we're awesome. <laughs> so, we go to, like, he had, like, five less. We drank a couple more the next morning before our games. And then, like... We went to go to the liquor store and like, there's no alcohol. There are no liquor stores. My liver was going to shrivel up and die. Like, <laughs> going to die. So, no liquor. The other thing. Um, they had one working bathroom. Nice. What? Yeah. For how many people? 65 players. One oh, working wait, wait, bathroom. Like, like, like once one stall? One working toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you were in the six. Was it a porter, John? No, it was an actual bad. There was supposed to be two, but one of them was out of order. So uh, you, you just got to start doubling up. Just have your friends sit on your lap. And yeah, just, just poop, go. just poop through my legs. Yeah, man. <laughs> one of the guys on forty k, he go, oh man, I got some bubble gut, and he went in there and he blew up that fucking bathroom. Right. So I went in. I had my hoodie on. I put my shirt over my face. I closed <laughs> up my hoodie real tight. I farted in my own shirt and then walked in, like. <laughs> was there a sink in there yeah there was a sink sometimes it all had right. paper towels sometimes it didn't alright all right. so you got a urinal and you got a fucking toilet you're good there's two people goes in there at a time let's go let's yeah. get this done but this was being played at a place called the Bat Cave in Conway Arkansas it's a huge like location it was like a outside of only having one working toilet it was a pretty nice store like a huge like gaming area um, enough for 65 players which was pretty cool um, and it would have been greater if there was alcohol, but no, the, um, the guys who ran the tournament ran it, were, were cool. They ran a really tight ship. Um, how was the terrain? A uh, terrain was actually pretty decent. Uh, every, um, table had like, you know, the ruins style terrain. Some were better than others. Um, but, um, there were like very few, like fully enclosed buildings. 
Like you had to be on like the top tables to get those. Like the first ten tables, you had some of that. But outside, so of- I mean, obviously, you know, being here on the West Coast, we have all the ITC stuff. Like, was it a was there ITC stuff there, or were like it's their own ruins? Stuff? No, it was like the GW stuff. Oh, okay. Like the- those are expensive. Yeah. yeah, they look nice too. I the, like them. They had a bunch of that. They did have some of the ITC stuff. Like they had like the Necron terrain. Someone brought some orc terrain. Some people sponsored some tables and brought that stuff. Um, and then Bam was there with, um, um, what's his name from, um, Jason guy, Horn? Jason Horn. Yeah. They were there streaming, um, doing their thing. I was, you know, flipping, flipping Bam's titties every once in a while. After I'd lose, I'd go over and flip his titties a little bit and give him some shit, you know. Yeah, but, then you're happy again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was happy again. So I was, I was hanging out, you know, talking some shit with Bam. It was fun. Um, you know, he was calling, uh, the guys from mid Missouri a bunch of, uh, cousin fuckers. It was fun. Um, <laughs> that's rad. Yeah, yeah. So no, it was, it was a good time. Uh, game, uh, I went in there with pretty low expectations after the RTA played the weekend before. Um, I just was not happy with the list. I just wasn't feeling it. Uh, it has issues. I don't like, you know, I just was not happy with the list. So I went in there with, with pretty low expectations. Went into game one playing Necrons going, shit, I can't lose the Necrons. And of course I lose the Necrons. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeez, had, Jesus. Andy. Yeah. He had the three doom sides to do that, that stratagem where something within three inches starts taking three D three mortal wounds. Um, so he just fucked up half of my Primaris Marines. And then now got- hold on, you you remembered he had that prior to the game, right? Because uh, yeah. we've talked about it yeah. on the podcast. Before. Yeah, I, okay. I knew about it. Um, the problem I made a bunch of mistakes, and one of the mistakes was he had also Doomsday arcs, and they have the quantum shielding, so my Castellan does nothing to them. Yep. Did you shoot the tank? Well, well the, the the planes don't have that shit. Right. No, I know, but did yeah you? I, I split my fire. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I made a huge mistake. So I split my fire, and of course I shoot the the. Uh, so there was this weird time on Saturday where, like, you know, we're getting ready to do our tournament, and I was just like, out of nowhere, I was just like, I don't think Andy and I are friends right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like I don't like I, I just don't think we're friends. And then and then I got the message about your list sucks or whatever, and I was like. You lost the Necrons. I guess we weren't for that short amount of time. Yeah, we were not we were friends, friends for that moment. I lost the Necrons. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I let the... Because I knew the Doomsday Arcs were going to try to fuck up my Castellan. I thought, well, if I could degrade one and then kill the Doomsides, I could get rid of the stratagem. So I go to fire my Volcano Lance, and of course I fire once. Command point reroll into a one. Awesome! Nice. You know, so... I did a little bit of damage to a Doomsday Arc, a little bit of damage to a, um, a, a Doom Scythe, and I did nothing. It was bad. And at that point, I went, well, shit, I just lost this game. Then he flies his Doom Scythe up, kills half my Primaris Marines, and then he's got these um, these Necron Overlords that got these spears, and one of them just, like, points in a direction, and things are taking mortal wounds. And there's another guy who does something. like It was just crazy, like, all the mortal wounds that were just going down on my guys. Um, that mortal wounds were literally on their knees, just going down on all my Primaris Marines, just, <laughs> just blowing them. That's Good cool. visual. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was game one. I lost pretty badly. I think it was the lowest I've ever scored at a tournament. I think I lost like 36 to 11. Gross. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow. 
pretty gross. And was it, he at, was he at least like the number one Necron from last year or something? Or? Uh, I think he went three and O day one, and he was really messing people up. Like people were just forgetting about that Doom Scythe thing, and everyone was reminding each ourselves of it, and like everyone just kept forgetting about it. So, Do you yeah. happen to know the guy's name? Um, Heath, um, something rather. He's from the um the Desperate Allies crew down there. Um, okay. so um, you'll he'll, you'll be in the if you look him up in the thing, he'll be in there. Okay, because I, I played a really good Necron player at uh, LVL. That's why I was curious if it was the same dude. Uh, yeah, apparently did you, he's did like. You, did you lose to him, Pretty Dick? No, of course not. It's Necrons. No, yeah, it's Necrons. Okay, cool. Continue, uh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so game two, I play against the guy who's. So of course I'm, I'm. I got eleven points, so I'm going down to the kiddie pool. Um, then I played a guy who looks a lot like Ray. Um, he's got the mean face all the time, just mean mugging you all the time. Um, <laughs> but he was just getting back into the game, and he was playing um, Astra Militarum with a Space Marine chapter. I forget which one. And it wasn't a good list, and I looked at a bunch of like um, the Lehman Rust tanks. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what to do here. So I was going to go kill a Lehman Rust tank a turn. That's what I did. Um, he had a bunch of the Valkyries, too. Um, he just wasn't playing. He doesn't play this list very much, obviously, because he was making a lot of mistakes. Um, so I won that game big. Um, I think I won 34 to 18, but because there was a points problem in his last game, it shows up in the score like 34 to 22. So they, they tacked on some extra points from him in my game, which was fine. I didn't care. I still have the win. So. Uh, yeah, whatever. Oh. Yeah. Co- collusion. 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 Um, game three, I played a listener of the show. Well, let me bring it up. Um, oh, he, those are rare. He was playing a uh, thousand suns and um, like a bunch was of. Was he mean and retarded? Um, no, he was actually very nice and normal, which shocked me. Like, he's, he looked at the kind of guy like I would meet like at a. Um, like at church, you know, with him and his nice family and everything. And there he was playing. Are you sure that he listens to the show? Mike Henderson. Yeah, he said to listen to the show. Oh, wow. um, it was a really nice guy, though. I mean, he kicked the fuck out of me, but. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, he was playing Armin and a sorcerer, a bunch of chaos cultists and Zangors, like a whole shit ton of Zangors. Um, then he had the Scarab Occult Terminators, which were a pain in the ass. Um, change caster, demon prince, and a bunch of horrors and everything. Um, so he gets turn one, and we were playing essentially Dawn of War. Uh, I played number one map and number two map the entire weekend. I didn't play anything else. I played map one and map two the entire weekend. What the fuck is Dawn? What? Dawn what of War, the basic, the basic starting map. You deploy, you get a 12-inch deployment zone. Yeah. The ham, the hot dog. Ah, okay, got it. Dragon. The hot dog. Dawn of War. The hot dog. Uh, dragon. Yeah, so he gets turn one. He moves in advance with a bunch of Zangors, assaults, kills the fuck out of some um, some guard, and then piles in on top of my um, Castellan, and that was it for my Castellan. He didn't move the rest of the game. Well, you know you can walk over infantry, right? Not if he spreads out. And I was, I was pinned between a piece of terrain, um, a ruins... And a whole bunch of Zangors. Hmm. Interesting. And then turn two, he moved up a Demon Prince, and then I couldn't move. 
Where, where was all of your infantry at, at this point, moment in time when he was fucking blocking you? Well, I, I used a, a unit to screen, which he killed and piled into him. And then I had some uh, Primaris Marines on top of that ruins next to it. So I, I fucked up in deployment. Like, severely. All right. You, you, you did bad. I did a bad thing. Um, I killed a bunch of shit turn one, but it, it, the Castellan didn't do anything for the entire game. Just sat there. Didn't do nothing. Which Sick. was great. Yeah. Awesome. So I hate the Castellan. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker rolled ones on that Volcano Lance the entire weekend. It was ones and twos in that goddamn Volcano Lance. And the couple of pretty, times... It did roll I'm six? I'm pretty sure it's because that fucking paint job. <laughs> <laughs> the couple Just of times it, it did roll six was on Overwatch. On Overwatch, Purple. I rolled six on that Volcano Lance on Overwatch. Oh, fucking great. How many Man, did you hit? You should hit once. Yeah. Uh, real nice guy, fun. I was just talking shit the whole game, um, because I was just losing so bad. My dice were such shit, too. Like, every time I went to go do something, it was just bad. It wasn't his fault. He was going to win anyway. But I lost that game, 34-14. Another bad loss. I'm sending you guys messages how my list sucks, the Castellan sucks, I suck at this game, I got all emo for a moment. We're definitely being emo. There's a lot of emo yeah. shit going on into the chat. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Um, <laughs> but I went and hung out with Bam the next, that night, had some beers, hugged him a lot, got gay, you know, it was cool. Um, and then oh. uh, went into the next day, uh, game four, I played another Death Watch player. Um, he had a whole bunch of weird other stuff in there. Um, like he had all, like different weapon varieties in his list. I don't remember exactly what was in it. Um, but I got first turn and I just started killing a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, he had, um, a knight crusader and two, um, of the war glaives, not the Helverins, the war glaives. Yeah. Close combat ones. Was he playing house caress? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a new hotness. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting popular. So I marked his Death Watch veteran squads because they're all above seven. And then I just marked one of the war glaives. I knew he wanted to move up with one of them. And then I just used my Castellan to start nuking the war glaives and his knight. Because my knight outranged and outshot and out did everything his knight. So I did that. I got first turn. I was able to deep strike behind him, kill a bunch of shit. Um, and I won that game pretty easily. I always had, I had control of that game from the very get go. Um, so that one felt good. Um, oh, and then he had a Corvus Black Star. Oh, yeah, shit list. Yeah, that thing's bad. Like, I don't know why people I've, play that. It's bad. I've never seen it on the table. I don't even know what it does. It, it looks cool. It looks really cool. It's a cool looking model. It just doesn't have um, Power of the Machine Spirit. So it, all of its weapons are heavy weapons. So as soon as it moves, it's hitting on fours. That's dumb. It's not very... the hurricane bolters. Um, you have the bolter. Oh yeah, rule. They, yeah, the bolters. Did uh, you guys play with the bolter rule? I did. That, yeah. oh, that that the dark angel plane. No, it's the death watch plane. Oh, that also has bolters. Yeah, hurricane bolters. Oh, fucking... But its yeah. cool guns are the twin assault cannons, the black star rocket launchers. Like that's the stuff you want to hit, and you're hitting on fours. Hmm. It's not, you know, it's just. It's no bueno. It's not good. It's not good. 
So it's a cool looking model. It just it just doesn't do anything. They need to give it that rule. If they gave it that rule, it would change everything because it does this thing where when it flies over a unit, um, you roll a d6 for every model in the unit, and on a six, it does a mortal wound. Yeah, every that's turn. It's not, not as good. Yeah, every turn. Oh, every turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, it's good. Because <laughs> well, the Dark Angel one has one where it's. It's, it's one per game, but it's on threes. It's a stasis oh, bomb. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's on threes, but it's only up to ten dice. Man, that's fucking good, especially when you trap shit in close combat. Yeah. Start taking mortal wounds from the sky. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's good. So um I won that one pretty handily. And then the last game. This one was interesting. The last game was interesting. Game five. I play Frank Howerton. Frank the tank. Um he was playing a bunch of renegade knights and um a demonettes. Okay. And he had three renegade knights, two shooting varieties, one close combat variety, and a whole shit ton of demonettes. I had this yes. game, like the, I had this, I had the the entire game. I have this, and then I think turn five, um, he assaults. Was it turn four? Turn four, or turn five. He assaults my knight. My knight is like down to like three wounds. He assaults my knight with his renegade shooting knight and kills my knight. My knight explodes and kills my warlord, <laughs> which gives him kill the warlord on old school. <laughs> and he's sitting in my backfield. And this, all of a sudden, it starts turning. This, this now turns the game. He kills like three units this turn. So he gets kill more, hold the same, and the warlord. Then I, t- on my turn, I go around and I kill his knight and it explodes and it, and it kills uh, a veteran unit and another unit. So he got a mark Perfect. for death on one of my units, kill more and hold the same. Like it turned the game. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, I had this game the entire time. It swung like four or five points when those two things happened. So... um at the end of the game, I think we're sitting there like turn six and or turn five. I forget what it was. It was like he had he was getting the bonus for holding. We had there was the game it was the game where you have the four objectives. And you pick one that's your primary and you move it. And if you get the bonus for holding your opponent's primary. I had no way of getting across the board to get his, but he was sitting on mine with a bunch of demonettes. I had no way to go kill those demonettes because if I went towards them, they would move and assault something and kill it. So you would get kill more, hold more, or you get kill more, hold the same, and I would just get hold. So if I move at all, he will move off and kill me. So we stared at each other and he goes, if I stay where I'm at and you stay where you're at, we tie. And there's like a very slim chance that I can move off and try to go get his warlord, but I'd need like a lot of, I'd need a, like a miracle would have to occur. <laughs> So I look at it and I go, okay, tie. <laughs> so collusion. T- yeah. Collusion. collusion Fucking again. collusion. Oh my God. <laughs> Double red. <laughs> so I didn't go two and three. I went two, two and one um, with a very interesting last game. Guy was a lot of fun. We were talking about butt stuff the entire time. It was great. Mm, nice. Yeah. Fun times. All my opponents are really cool. Um, so, had a good time, got emo, drank a bunch, talked with Bam, good time. So, with all that, 
but that event and everything. So what's what's the plan? What's what's going on? Uh, I'm taking the Castellan gonna- out. Uh, I'm gonna keep running Death Watch. I'm gonna play it for a little while longer. You know, I was this way last year with Tyranids. At a certain when the Night Codex came out, they're unplayable. You can't do shit with them, and like I just it's had well, to. It's well documented on here. Yeah, very well documented. And I'm just a part of me is thinking like I'm giving up on it too easily. That if I found the right combination, I can make it work. Um. So, um, I'm, I'm taking the Castellan out. Uh, Bonder Matthew Bonderchuk from the Beyond the Battlefield. Uh, podcast. Uh, they're talking about he wants to talk with me and see if they, you know we can come up with some ideas. Um, my first idea has been the ad mech, um, adding the, um, the servitor maniple from the Vigilus book in, which is the, um, the, the Catafron breaches, the Catafron destroyers, a bunch of servitors and they re- replenish themselves I'm giving that a try. I already have the model. So I have Tiffany send them to me is all, but right now that's the idea. So I'm not going to give up on it. I'm not a pussy. I'm not just gonna go back to my Tyranids. But if I had played Tyranids this this tournament, I think I would have done very well. I don't see why you just don't play an army you enjoy playing. <laughs> like I don't That was like the main factor why I went no, stayed with Eldar. Like I enjoy playing that style, so why yeah. don't I play the game how I want to? Yeah. And play and play the other shit, you know, off games. Little small events or like little small well, your one-off times, you could just go to the store just to have fun. Yeah, I, I've I've considered I it, know. but I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a go because there's a different play style in here. Maybe I can make it work. But if I get another couple months in this thing, and I'm just not having any fun at all, and I'm not making it work. Then I'll just go. I've got my tear into the list. It's ready to go. So, well, because that, that's kind of the problem. You don't want to work really hard and try and be competitive and do well with an army that you don't really enjoy playing that much. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, that sounds more like work than fun. I, I have fun when I do this. Well, I'm having, I'm having the, the fun part for me is trying to find a new way to play something like try to find a new way to do. And maybe I could, if I go back to my Tyranids, I'll take lessons learned here and I can bring it into my Tyranids. Cause one of the things I'm having problems with is learning how to be like cagey, like learning how to be not so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right, sitting because with Tyranids, just a go. You just you're, you're in go mode. You just, I roll dice and I move fast, right? With this army, I can't necessarily do that. So it's learning a new way to play it, but still trying to win games. So that's all I'm trying to figure out right now. Okay, but but there but there is a fun in that too, where taking something and trying to get it to the point to where it's good or you, you're you're happy with its playstyle. So right, I mean, and that's, that's, that that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to figure out this army. Like it's something that's totally different than what I've usually played. And I just want to try to just dig into it and see if I can make it work. And if I can't make it work, can't make it work. And a lot of people said, you know what, hey, this it's obviously not your playstyle right now. You don't know how to make it work. So you gotta either work on it or just switch back to Tyranids. And that's what I was being told the whole weekend, which I think is is true. But I don't want to make an excuse for myself either and say I just suck at this army and I'll just go back to my Tyranids. Like I, like I kind of want to challenge myself in this way. I don't know. It sounds like there's a lot of nice people out there not telling you the real thoughts like I would, Andy. Yeah, they, they don't. They sit there and say, "Dude, you're a fucking baby seal. You suck. Get good already. Quit, quit God shit damn. in the bed." The, your your sign should have been your first game. Yeah. You lost two Necrons. I lost the Necrons. I'm a baby seal. <laughs> I lost the. That Necrons. was rough. Yep, that's rough. Yeah. It was sad times. At least I didn't like tie said. to Grey Knights. That's all I can say. At least I didn't tie to Grey Knights. 
Hey, you know what? Hey, pick pick hey. up a fucking demon codex, or I'll even let you borrow my army and then go play some Grey Knight players. You're gonna fucking lose. I you guarantee. Fucking it. baby seal, shut the fuck You're up. You're gonna fucking lose. <laughs> Wait, I okay. Death Watch is supposed to be going after Xenos, and the Necrons were the only Xenos army you played against, and you lost. You lost. <laughs> well, the only fucking stratagem you get is like you make them. Um, I just went to the reanimations. Yeah, I did it twice and he didn't get him either time. He rolled way below anyway. So, I wasn't killing enough of his army to make a difference anyway, though, so it didn't matter. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Alright, let's come back to the Dice Hammer. Yeah, Dice Hammer. The West, at the, the bowling Coast, alley. Not at the sticks. Not at the sticks. Where there was beer, where there was food, where there was... There's good food, too. Bit. Three bathrooms, or I don't know. Fucking, there's there's more than one toilet. Uh, there was girls walking around. Bowling alley girls. Bowling alley girls. They're, you know, they're some, high. Of, some of them pretty good looking. Yeah. They, they smoke. <laughs> they probably have tattoos, and they got daddy issues. That's all I'm saying. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Those are the, those are the three things I look for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're getting laid then. <laughs> you don't care about and your health. Casey. You don't care about your health, so you'll have sex without a condom, obviously. The, first, the right. first thing you do when you talk to a new girl is ask her about her dad. <laughs> so she, if she says she doesn't have one, boom, you're good. Like, you're in. You're in that night. Walk her out the door. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, this is their second one, right? Yeah. Critic? Yes, sir. Um, I, I believe they used the same terrain. Uh, it all... Oh, no. The train was way better this year. You didn't notice? Uh, no, I really... I mean, I can't remember really last week. Uh, so well, m- Remember I last time I, I was making fun of the... It, the it poo circles. Like, like, yeah, like the poo circles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I saw only, them. I saw a couple. Only, it was only like two tables that had it before there was... God, it was like every other table. So it, the train was a lot better this year. I was for, very for, happy For the second it. annual Adam Gotti Memorial Tournament... Uh, they went and upgraded their terrain. Is what you're saying? Yeah, okay. for him. Yeah, tra- tra- train was looking pretty good. I mean, I like I said, can't really remember last time, but I don't remember really having an issue with train. Uh, the only thing is on table, like I think it was four. It was like this desert one. You played on it pretty dick, and oh yeah, I got, all the I, got, hills. I got a story for that one too. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, a desert themed uh, table, and it just had rocks on it. Yep. And, and, a, really, and a giant mountain in the fucking middle. A giant mountain that was a wall that had to be more than two feet long. Had to. It, the thing was huge. And and, and, it, and like about four thick. inches thick. Yeah. Huge down the middle. Like Ray's, Ray's dick wouldn't go past that thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I had no comeback from that one. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Um, I was going into, I guess, my games right away. Uh, I took the same list that I, I took to LVO, so the Wave Serpent list and Yanari. Uh, my first match was against Orcs. Again, my first round is against Orcs. They didn't want it, but hey, there we are. I uh, played against uh, Table War Doug. Table War. Table War. Uh, kind of interesting start off to this match. Uh, walked up to the table. I mean, I'm... I'm cool with them and everything. Uh, I go, hey, you're playing orcs, so I'm going to play chess clock. And he's like, oh, I don't play chess clock. And I'm like, 
playing orcs. We're playing fucking chess clock. Like, there's, <laughs> let's have a fair game here. Didn't you yeah, play them like, round one last year too for your league match? Same. Yeah. Tournament? So yeah, same tournament last year we played round one, and that was a force pair. And from what I know, this wasn't a force pair. We no, just happened just, to be paired up lucky. again. Yeah. Like, it, some say lucky. Some say unlucky. Oh. I don't know. But uh. <laughs> Well, yeah, I ended up winning that game, but there's just a little like confusion at the he he was going to use the chess clock, he just wasn't going to touch it. So like the whole game I had to ch- do the chess clock back and forth. For the weird. It was just a little weird, but it made it really easy for me for just switch, switching it back and forth, and I got to do it for like every roll. Anything he touched dice, I just flipped it over. It was actually it was actually pretty nice. But he was playing a list that had like Ludas and stuff, and he underestimated Wave Serpents. And his first turn, he split fired uh, to shoot into two Wave Serpents and didn't come close to killing them. And then he had to use a sh- this the shock attack gun, the relic one. That thing's a beast. Yeah, that thing is ridiculous. And shooting twice and hitting on fours, um, it's pretty pretty insane. Rerolling ones and. Oh, and getting exploding hits because DACA rule. Uh, but it turned out that, you know, Wave Service did their thing with bouncing off people, not dying to little shooting. Dark Reapers do what they do. I win that game. I won that game uh, pretty handily. It doesn't show scores here. But uh, round two, I played against Daniel Ye. Probably said that wrong. It's all right. Whatever. He was playing Space Wolves. <laughs> Uh, so I saw the matchup and I was like, oh, Space Wolves, this should be interesting. Um, because his list wasn't loaded. He submitted it through an email and the, the TOs, I guess, had an error trying to load it in. So I didn't get to look at the list during lunch. Show up to the table. He has a fucking falchion. I don't know if you know what a falchion is. It's a thousand point super heavy Space Marine tank. That's T9, a, a fucking two up save. Bliss skill three has double volcano cannons, two quad laser lance or uh, last cannons, cannons. and heavy bolters fucking somewhere. Like, I was like, okay, cool. And and the rest of his list was like Logan, the character uh, librarian, a guy on a bike, and another guy on a bike, and then fucking the dreadnought character Bajorn, and then five. Five by five squads of, uh, or three by five squads of primary space marines, and that was it. That was his whole list. So I was like, okay, this should be not that hard, I guess. Uh, I win the, or he wins the roll off. He takes first turn. Um, I take cover. This falchion barely blows up one wave serpent. No, actually, he failed to kill anything turn one. Wow. Yeah, because of take cover, and he, but he rolled really, really bad, so I can't take that into account of that turn, because every other turn after that, he killed two wave serpents easily, way over, needed to kill a wave serpent through all the saves, through the negative ones, through the six of final paints. Was it was uh, this, splitting attacks first round? Out of curiosity. Yeah, he did. He put the volcano into one, and the two quads into another one. Yeah, he just he just rolled really bad on damage, honestly. His damage was not the greatest. Got it. Um, but this this 
So I ended up winning the the game. It was like thirty to twenty five, because of where he placed his objective. I was able to get the bonus for three turns, and outside of that, use this like L because they had those uh, like Nova type buildings with the big L's. So I was able to use that to my advantage to hide shit, and the tank couldn't really like you know drive around this thing and keep shooting me. Uh, but I learned. They have this stratagem that ignores penalties to hit. Now, usually when you have stuff like this, you use a stratagem, you know, at the beginning of the shooting phase or I don't know, fucking like when you pick a unit to shoot or some shit, trying to find the fucking name of it. But anyways, it's a one CP stratagem and it literally says um, use it in the shooting phase and that is it. Uh, so the stratagem is called King Senses. Use this stratagem in your shooting phase, period. Choose a Space Wolf's unit from your army, period. That unit does not suffer any penalties to hit, hit rolls this phase, period. period. That's it. That's literally it. That's good. So, so when he goes to shoot, right, I fucking, I was like, okay, I'm going to make this guy minus, minus two to hit. He's like, okay. So I spent two CP. He rolls his hits. He's hitting on threes, but now he's hitting on fives. Rose's hits because he has Logan. He rerolls all hits. Well, obviously one and twos. Rolls them. He he misses like twice, uh, or sorry, he misses a couple of times. But then he goes, "I'm gonna use this stratagem." And then you know, obviously, I had to call fucking Tio because I was like, "Nah, fuck that. That shit ain't how that shit works." I didn't spend my CP for fucking nothing. <laughs> well, fucking turns out I did. <laughs> so he gets all these fucking hits and shits on my fucking tank. This is on the second turn and shit. So, so he and gets I, to roll, see what he rolls, and then decide to use the stratagem. Yeah, but it's in That's, the sheet. Yeah, case. that is so good. It's it's the only stratagem that I know is like worded. Well, I mean, there's other stratagems worded like that, but when you're like ignoring something or getting pluses ahead, it's usually like before when you pick your unit to shoot. Yeah. So that was interesting. Another thing I learned in that game. So heroic heroic interventions. Space wolves can heroically intervene within six inches, which is, you know, the difference most people do in three, but it still applies to other armies. So if an enemy unit is within three inches of a character, you can heroically intervene even though you don't get into combat with them. Yep. You you just have to end up closer to them, to my understanding. Because yep. so the reason why this came up is because I was talking about the L buildings that we had. There was one in his deployment and one in my deployment. So I was on the other side holding his objective through a building. So obviously, and it was a thick-ass wall. It was like a two, not quite three, to where I could hold the objective through the wall, but um, enough to where three was. But it didn't matter for him because, you know, his is six. But what he did is Bajoran was on the other side of the wall, and the guys were... You know, I think they were like four or something inches away from him. He heroically intervened to go across the wall and to end up closer to my unit. So on his turn, he basically got a free six-inch move on my turn. Now, this is a little bit unique to Space Wolves because they have the six-inch, but any other character can use it. A funny note to this is, if you're in close combat on your enemy's turn, like if my character is in close combat with Andy's character... But we're not base to base. Andy goes 
to his assault phase, he does all his charges, and I go, cool, I'm going to heroically intervene my character, even though I'm in combat. Yep. That's crazy. And why would you do this? It's marginal benefit, but what you're doing is getting extra movement. So for us normal people, we only move three inches. That three inches, and then I in, I interrupt him, or you know, I get to choose him first for whatever reason. Then I can pile in another again, so I get an extra three inches in that assault phase, and then end up closer to the unit that I'm orbiting or satelliting, however you want to fucking make that terminology. Mm-hmm. Never knew about it. This guy knew about it. He was using it to his advantage. He had so many characters in his list, but. I thought that was some pretty interesting takeaways to that game that I'll put in my back pocket. I'm not saying I'm going to use them because, you know, my characters don't really want to be in close combat. But if you have close combat guys, you know, something to look at because it, it definitely helped to make that fucking Dreadnought make fucking charge. I can tell you that. That was a fucking cool. <laughs> but, I, but I did almost get tabled that game, but I still won because I got so many points at the beginning. Uh, then we go to game three. And that was against Jim Vessel. Jim Vessel was the eventual winner of the of the fucking tournament. Also, Jim Vessel is an established uh, 40K player. He's from ca- Canada. He was down on a business trip to attend Ooh, this fucking thing. Canada, eh? Yeah, he's also an applicant of the ETC, the Canada, the oh, ETC yeah. Canada, Canada team. So, good, good opponent. You know, I got warned by my teammates, like, hey, he's good, so don't take it lightly. Like, I don't take any game lightly. But I went into this game, like, okay, this is going to be tough. He's playing a demon army. Um, I don't know. He had pink whores, blood letters, and then he had, like, 60 fucking Nurgle Plague guys, bears. Plague mm-hmm. Bears. He had about, I think, two demon princes, Armon, fucking sorcerers. Um, you know, the basic shit to bother all their little guys. But one unique guy he had was this fucking, like, Hellforge Contemptor Dreadnought or some shit, and it had fucking sea beams on it. Yeah. I had no I had no idea what the fuck this thing did. You know what it does? It fucks you up. That's what it fucking does. <laughs> it, 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 if it kills something, yes. Yes, it does. So it gets stronger the further it is away from you. So he put it literally in the middle, in the corner of his fucking deployment. And obviously, I have to come around to shoot him so he could see both sides of this huge wall in the middle. And I played him on table four, the one we were talking about, the desert with the huge wall. So, mm-hmm. like, he shoots two shots. He's ballistic skill two. He had a demon prince back there in the, in the first round to reroll ones. He's going to hit. No matter if modifiers, he's, gonna, he's probably going to hit. And then it does decent damage far away because it's, like, higher strength. But the real fucking kicker to this thing is when it shoots at an infantry or a unit and it kills something. I don't know if you know the exact rules, Project. I, I, I don't. I, I, I do. So, so you got everything right so far. So once it slays a model with that one weapon, you do an additional two d six strength six, no AP, um, single damage wounds to it, and they auto hit. So now you're just re-rolling the wounds. So against Eldar, you're winning on twos. But now what's cool is that two of those conversion beamers, it doubles up. So if he kills two models, that's 4d6, auto-hitting, strength 6, no AP. So pretty good. Really good. I used to run them. Yeah, they're gross. <laughs> and when you shoot that shit at a fucking Dark Reaper unit, fucking because he could see a gun, 
it fucks them up to down to three models. Yeah, and I can see that. <laughs> it it was bad. Uh, so that that was the start of the game. But uh, he dropped all his guys, and I was able to fight that game out to a. It was a really close game, like twenty-two to twenty-three, something like that. Wow. Um, he won by one point. Uh, there was actually a way for me to win, but I didn't know he was getting recon the past two turns because of this where the wall sit. The center of the table was actually on his side in the little like there was like this little ass corner where it was actually my quadrant. So he was getting recon and I didn't know it and I didn't write it down on my fucking score sheet. So this game came down to time. And I had like two minutes left, and then he had like nine minutes left. And because I really had to think about my turns, is what took so much time. And I didn't evaluate the turn well enough to know that I had to kill this said unit. I thought I just had to hold more, and that was easily done. So I just held more, and then I was like, okay, that's, it's game. And it turns out I needed to kill that unit, and then he won by one point. So that was. That was day one, going fucking two and one. Uh, didn't feel too bad against losing against Jim Vesso. It was a hell of a game. Uh, there was a lot of rules calls on you know his part and my part. Uh, he didn't. I guess Canada doesn't play where you can. You know how I put my guys in the little nook of the wave servants. Mm-hmm. How it's not. How it's not on my base. He seemed kind of agitated about that, and I was like, I'm not on my base. And that's my hall, so I can be there. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a good game. And I, and by this time, I think I was four for four wave servants not getting their shields off with rerolls. It was great. <laughs> <That sucks. laughs> yeah, that fucking blows. Uh, it's like rolling so, a one on a volcano lance all the time. Yeah. So, but at least you could do it all the time. Mine's just, okay, you don't get it no more. Yep. That's true. Uh, round. So go home, come back, drive all the way home, you know, with Phil and Tyler, and then come back. And I play Tyler, you know, my paint, the guy that paints my army. I play him. He plays custodes. Um, I have a plan. I've, I've already said before, I executed that plan, but he had a turn that was extremely lucky on rolling to wounds, and he blew up a wave serpent in in my turn which really fucked up the next turn, which made the game really, really close. But there was that one was handily in mine. I won by five points there towards the end. And then round five, I played against Phil, the person that drove me there. So basically, I, I could have just finished the tournament at my house. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> but, he, you know, he's playing Dark Eldar. Uh, it's one of my rougher matchups. Because he has the grotesque and the Talos and everything. He made a miscalculation and overcommitted one side. And I basically turned the table. And then just kept stopping his grotesque with charging wave servants. To where he was. Like I was keeping him so he couldn't get to my uh, Dark Reavers. And then there was a point it didn't even fucking matter. Because the Spirits here finally perils twice in that game. Killing fucking three of the six Dark Reapers that were left after shooting. Um, but I was still able to pull that game pretty handily. Like, I think it was like 30 to like 20 something. So, and that was the tournament. I went, uh, four and one, only losing to the eventual winner by one point. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, that's a good showing, Ray. Good job. Oh, thanks, buddy. Hey, anything for you, Ray. 
<laughs> All right, so okay, my, br- bring uh, us down now, pretty dick. Just bring us down. Bring us down. Yeah, I, 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 I it was fun. I don't know. I had a good time. So hey, we had to start at the bottom of the mountain with losing the Necrons. Yeah, and we had to go up to a, a successful event, and now we come to pretty dick. And where are we going? All right, all right. So here, so my my first opponent was uh, Luke Jessic. And the, he had a, a typical Mortarion with like three Plague Burst Crawler list. Pretty tough. And he just, it, it didn't really, he didn't do what he wanted to do because his Plague Burst Crawlers and his, he had like a Leviathan Dreadnought, they don't do well against other Plague Burst Crawlers. They just don't fucking kill anything. So very, very boring. But what was funny is he took Mortarion up as close as he possibly can. He had his fucking Death Shroud Terminators right behind him. And so, you know, they have a little bodyguard three-inch range. And fails warp time. Perfect. Okay, cool. So I death axe him. I start fucking him up. I have my demon prince get right there, like, within four inches to charge. Perfect. Armon's right next to the Mortarian, too. So I charge both Mortarian, and I charge Armon. And I have him nice in this little pocket, but I'm not basing either one of them. I'm within fighting range, but I don't have base. And then this is where he teaches me about heroic intervention, which it goes back to what happened to you, Ray, is he heroically intervened with Mortarion, even though he was still in combat with me. So he swung around my Demon Prince to touch a Foul Blight Spawn. That was right there. And I didn't know you could do that. And he's like, yeah, you can. And I was, I was like, I, I didn't want to argue with him. And then as soon as he did it, he's like, okay, cool, you're good. Go ahead. And I looked down. And now Mortarion, who's death hexed, is not within three inches of his death route terminators. I'm like, okay, so Mortarion's dead. And he's like, what? And I, I showed him, he's like, oh, I fucked up. I'm like, yeah, you did. So Demon <laughs> Prince one, fucking one shot in Mortarion, just obliterated him. Fucking dead in the ground. Nothing left. Perfect. Okay, cool. Next turn. He goes up, Armon goes ahead and uh, just through piling, uh, piling in and consolidation after he actually killed my Dean Prince, um, because Mortarian exploded, he piled into the Foul Blight spawn. Armon, go ahead and starts casting some psychic powers, ends up periling. Takes three wounds, my Foul Blight spawn's still alive. Then he has the idea that he's gonna do Gate of Infinity. So Gate of Infinity, what it does is the closest enemy model takes D3 mortal wounds and everything friend or foe within three inches of that model takes D3 mortal wounds. And he can go up to D6 if it's 12 or more. He casts it. Goes off on a 9. I stare at it. I stare at him. I'm like, I'm not going to stop that. He's like, why not? I'm like, because you're going to kill yourself. Oh, no! He's just, <laughs> just fucking... He rolls it, kills his own arm on by smiting in or casting that fire into close combat where I am, <laughs> and, and he doesn't kill my fucking foul blight spawn. <laughs> he's like, I, I just lost the game. Like, you lost the game when you lost Mortarion, but yeah, sure, you know. <laughs> so that 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 was rough for him. It was a thirty-five to sixteen. He he was playing against himself, and that was uh, that was rough. I I only brought in one unit of blood letters just because I I didn't need to do anything else. I was just sitting on objectives. He couldn't shoot me. It was perfect. So easy game one. Easy game. game. Easy, easy game. game. Game two, I'm playing Danny Kwan, which me and him, 
have always gone back and forth. He'll take a couple wins, I take a couple wins, so it's always a good, even match, and it's always fun to play him. So we're on the board that Ray was discussing. It is table four. It is nothing but desert, a giant fucking wall bigger than Ray's dick, and a bunch of rocks, and that's it. There's nothing else on that board. So basically, we, this is like the hugest rock you can think imaginable. It's massive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're, you're I know to, it is. Yeah, you're trying. You're trying to recover there, but uh, <laughs> the uh, so as soon as we go up to the table, well, here out of curiosity, right? What did you guys rule that as impassable? Uh, well, when I walked up to the table, I was like, "Well, this is fucking bullshit," and I was, and I called the fucking T over, T O over, and I was like, "How the fuck do we play this?" Because this is kind of. This is kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, everything on the table is ruined walls. And yeah. that's how and that's how we played it as. So the bases that the the build the mountains and shit were on were cover, and then the wall was like a ruined wall. But I mean, they're pretty thick, so he had to go like all the way through. So how we walked up to the table, we just it's everything's fucking rocks. We just automatically assumed that this is all impassable. He has an all-shooting fucking Dark Angel fast flyer gun army, and I'm an all-melee army. I'm like, fuck, okay, cool, I'm going to lose. So I work as defensively as I possibly can in this big fucking ball to hide all my characters behind the Plague Burst Crawlers. Hide as many... I had Deep Strike cultists, so that way he can't, like, kill those, and I have one set of cultists... They're hiding behind the Plague Burst Crawlers, and I thought I had it just perfect where he couldn't see anything. So I go. I don't I don't move. I shoot a little bit with mortars. I don't kill anything. His turn. He runs up a single flyer. can see one cultist. Obliterates the squad. He's already got kill. Old school. Kill more. Shit. Off to a bad start. Then the TO comes around and then tells us that this is all ruins. Like, fuck, we've already started the turn. I've already had my whole turn, and he's already killed something, and he's already moved everything. So I I can't go back. We can't change it because I wouldn't have let him shoot those cultists in the beginning. I would have hit him. So, okay, cool. Well, that sucks. I just ruined my whole beginning of the game. So we're we're going back and forth, and I I had him on the ropes. I I had him down to just a couple, a handful of characters in the single flyer. Just I was nuking stuff off the table. Bloodletters are doing their thing. I was getting recon. It's perfect. He runs a flyer, his last flyer, right up to me. And he's within eight inches of my sorcerer and all of my characters right there. He has to kill something stupid that's blocking them all. And then he can start tabling all my characters. I have a stratagem. I know I have the stratagem. I choose... Not to do it because I guess he just started shooting and I'm supposed to do it at the beginning of the phase and that was my mistake. I should have said something. I should have spoke up and it fucked me. So what the stratagem is, it's called the flesh change. It's a thousand suns stratagem. One CP. Pick a thousand suns infantry character from your army. A character is slain. You can add a chaos spawn to your army. If you do so, set the chaos spawn within six inches of the character before removing him as a casualty. A chaos spawn created in this manner must have the Zinch keyword and does not count for any reinforcement points in matched play games. So if you notice, there's zero restrictions 
on where you put that chaos spawn, except for the fact that it has to be within six inches of the character that you're deciding to sacrifice for that model. So where this comes into play is as soon as he did it, I was like, I can do this, I can do this, and then I'm like, ah, and I let it go, and now it's my fault. When the when he put the flyer up right there, that flyer ended up shooting all of the blood letters that he fell back from. It was a 20-man unit. Shot all of that, and then he started nuking characters with everything else that he had because there was nothing else blocking his characters. Those were closest. If I did the flesh change at the start of any phase, I kill my own sorcerer, I take that chaos spawn, that doesn't cost me anything, and I base his plane in close combat in his own shooting phase. He can't fall back, cannot shoot. That means that now that is screening for all of my other characters that are right behind that unit. So one command point and one sorcerer, and I would have saved all of my characters, and I would have fucked up his entire uh, turn based upon that one stratagem that I did not use. You baby seal. No, it that that is a <laughs> it is a tricky stratagem yeah, that know. you have to use just at the right opportune moment, and no one really knows about it. And I just, I, I, I fucked just up. don't understand. Like, why didn't you do it if you like you were going to do it and then you let it go? Because he he started started shooting. It's already, It's like at the beginning of the face. He just started going, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" And then it's you know, he's oh, only okay. two three guns in. It's why it's I need to tell my opponent, "Hey, the second you start the shooting phase, tell me." And I did not instruct that to him. It's not his fault. It's all mine. I lost that game because I refused to do that thing at the right time. I ended up losing by one point, twenty seven twenty six. So that one stratagem. Would have won me the game. Easily. So, whatever. Bummed. I mean, Danny Kwan's a fun player, so it's fine. I'll get over it. Round three. Um, playing against uh, fucking uh, Alan DeHesa. So, cool. Never played him before. I'm excited. We, we always talk and shit. Awesome. He's got a Mortarion list. Kind of a weird Chaos Space Marine with... He's got uh, Poxwalkers, Mortarion... The, the Deshraud Terminators, he's got a Blitz, he's got a Scorpius, and he's got uh, a Dreadnought that's very similar to the one that you were talking about, Ray. But he had um, um, indirect fire guns on it. Hmm. So, he uh, he decides to go first, which is fine. He runs Mortarion up, nothing not nothing too crazy. He stays kind of defensive, but he's, he's more in the middle of the board. He fails his psychic powers just because I'm denying shit. He's within my range, and he's he's killed a Nurglings, and that's about it. So he's got his kill. He's got his old school. Mortarian's in a good spot, so I, I move everything up, but I'm I'm far enough where I, I can cast psychic powers on him, but I'm not within really good striking distance. So I just start casting all my powers, and everything fails one after another after another. Or the one I get off goes off on a 7 or something. And then his Armand denies it. I'm failing more than he's denying. Let's put it that way. It's bad. Good times. Good times. Exactly. So the only thing that I really need to go off at the at the end of this is Doombolt. If I Doombolt Martarion, he only moves 6 inches now. Even with Warp Time, he doesn't move that far. I can shut off Warp Time. He can't advance and charge. I have a way of defending myself. Doombolt, I get plus 4 to this cast. I need a nine, so I need five, and I. Fit. So, like, 
Fuck, okay. Well, re- re- re-roll does nothing. Who taught you to roll dice? Uh, <laughs> no it's, so, it's so fucking infuriating, too, because you watch, like, games being streamed on, like, top tables, and you're just like, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna roll this power. Oh, it goes off on an 8. I need, I need a 7. Oh, it goes off on a 10. Like, they, just, they make it so fucking easy, and it's just not reality. Yeah. I'm spending everything I have to make one psychic power go off, and it fails me, and it, it cripples me, basically. So, in that turn, I kill nothing in my psychic and shooting except for three poxwalkers. That was it. That's how bad I failed everything. So, oh, I failed warp time. I failed everything. It's terrible. So then now his turn, he runs uh, Mortarian up right in front of me. Now, again, I have this opportune moment where at the beginning of a phase, I can just kill my sorcerer, because they're all going to fucking die anyways, and I just put them basing Mortarion, and then I'm good. I'm safe. Now he does the shooting phase. I'm thinking about it. Starts, um, he, he just starts shooting, and I was like, ah, it's fine. I, I just need to stop him in the charging phase. That's what really matters. Well, little did I know that he was going to nuke my plague burst crawler, which was out of the line of sight from everything, basically uh, to oblivion. So that means his obliterators and everything else are having the line of sight to my sorcerers. So now again, I come into a circumstance where if I would have just spent a co- fucking command points and based Mortarion, I would have survived. I would have had all my goddamn characters alive except for one sorcerer. Instead, I lose two foul blight spawns, my warlord and a plague burst crawler. In one turn. And that, that was just a shooting phase. Like, fuck. So now assault phase. Okay, I'm not forgetting this shit. Boom, kill my sorcerer, base Mortarion. Obviously, he Mortarion's going to kill the guy, but that's fine. That means I saved Aramon, I saved my Poxwalkers, and I'm on my back foot. I saved my Demon Prince, but still, it's a back foot. So from then on, it's, it's dropping blood letters and just trying to play as cagey as I physically can and I got him on his back foot. Um, I killed Mortarion with ease. And it just got down, down to the point of, at the end of the game, I had nothing left except for Aramon, some cultists, and like uh, Skulltaker and like five blood letters. And he still had a Scorpius, and the Oblitz were still alive. And I, everything else was dead. And he just, he had the firepower, so he was getting killed, and I didn't have the range to get up on him and, and get any kills back, so uh, points started slipping away, and I ended up losing. Do 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 do. I just had it, motherfucker. Uh, twenty to twenty-eight. I think it was turn five that I just I I killed myself out of range because I, I have to. I'm close combat. I have to, and that's when he started pulling away from me. I wasn't getting my kills, so he was going to kill, kill more. Um, it was rough. Whatever. There's nothing I could do. I mean, he's. Cool pony, it was a lot of fun. I just again I failed myself because I didn't use the stratagem when I was supposed to. And that's it. Because having three extra characters would have done a humongous difference for the rest of the game. But whatever. Uh so I went home, came back, round four. What's up? Bet you won't bet you won't fucking forget that stratagem now, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I thought after the first game I wouldn't fucking forget it, let alone the next game. Like ah, just so stupid. It's it's all so my- so bad. It's so like, bad. Like I don't think my list ever failed me, 
it was I literally failed my list. I refused to do the things that I needed to do, and I could have won those games. So, fourth game, I'm playing Vito, friend of the show, friend of mine. Um, and he's playing Tau, which that's always bad for me. That's never going to go good. So, walk up to the table, shake hands, and I already know this is going to be a rough game. We'll see what happens. He, he puts all of his Riptides right in front of his entire army. And I, you know, I'm all psychic, basically. I can see why, because he's all, you know, melee, he fucks him up. But psychic, he can't throw the wounds off the drones. Yeah, because of the FAQ recently. Exactly. So I actually won the first roll-off I've had in weeks, it seems like, to go first. So I go first. He doesn't want to seize. I move everything up, screen as best as I can to play Gris Crawlers. And I smite the shit out of one of the Riptides that was a little bit closer than the rest. And I kill it. Kill a Riptide first turn. Perfect. It's never happened before. Okay, we're looking good. Turn His turn one, he just starts smoking uh, a Plague Burst Crawler. And he does enough damage to it, so the very end of it, it finally dies. Roll six to explode. Fuck. Command point. Roll five. Still explodes. All of my characters are standing right there. So then they all take D3 mortal wounds. Every single one of them. So now I'm, I'm really kind of concerned because now all my characters only have two or three wounds left. Um, Bloodletters come down. They start doing their work. I have a, another wounded Plague Burst Crawler. It's got three wounds left, and that's after I healed it. It's got a five-inch charge. There's two Riptides left. One only has one wound left. And he's got all his fucking uh, the douchebag broadsides. Now, he's, he's talking to me, and I'm kind of talking to him about it, and he's like, it shouldn't die. Like, you're T8, I'm wounding you on five, so you have a five-up invul, you have a five-up feel no pain, it shouldn't die. That should make the charge. Okay, Vito, I, I think you're right. I'm going to charge it. He fucking overwatches. It, it dies. It explodes. It fucking kills three of my goddamn characters. Like, are you kidding me? It's a fucking pro tip. Course your fucking opponent into doing bad things. Yeah, just do stupid. Well, it was either that or throw blood letters at it. And so I only have one other option now because now I'm, I have two units of blood letters that are in the open ready to make this charge. I already lost my tank that was going to you know save him from Overwatch. Blood letters charge in, 20-man unit. Three make it to the lines. So rough, very, very rough game. I am so you lost. I I am so salty. I'm pissy. I I just told him like you won the game, dude. There's nothing I can do. I can't come back. This is it. Yeah. You know, I'm not throwing models, but I I ain't happy. And then I, I'm sitting down, kind of pouting, rolling whatever dice <laughs> he wants me to. He's just he's just doing his thing. He he knows I'm mad, so he's not trying to piss me off. And somehow, just between how he I I ended up wrapping one unit of blood letters, the one that survived the overwatch over on the right hand side killed a unit wrapped something else he didn't really move any of his characters away he had two of those gay marker light characters and i had headhunter so then in his turn i'd kill them and then i go and i wrap and i kill more and then i i drop another unit of letters down and it's one dude with just one wound i charge everything else except for him so i keep touching and wrapping the same dude with uh, what the fuck is that? What is this? 
What was that? Facebook on my phone. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know it was open. <laughs> but but I am just rapping and then just slowly getting it to the point where he can't kill anything because I, everything's wrapped and I'm getting closer and closer to his castle. And now I'm touching his shield drones. I'm hitting those in close combat. And he is now salty as fuck. I'm happy because I actually think I have a chance at winning now. He starts making mistakes and ended up, I, I just took the game. And that was it. I mean, it was a, it was a fun game. It was very, well, actually, no, it was stressful as fuck. That was a rough game because I was angry, then he was angry, and then it was just it, we were like we weren't angry at each other, but we we're angry at the situation. So that game ended up uh, twenty-seven to sixteen. But uh, Vito's fun. I'll, I'll always play that guy. So, so you uh, took him on the Risa coaster and you pulled it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't even know how I fucking really came back. I just like, oh, this fucking sucks. I'm like Andy. I'm gonna go fucking two and three. Out of GT, this is bullshit. I was like, "Oh, Ray's gonna never let me fucking hear the end of it." <laughs> but Damn I, right, I, I won't. And I know you wouldn't, and I'm glad you wouldn't. But so, whatever. I, I pulled it out, and it was, it was good times. Um, last game, I played a uh, um, a tyranny player, uh, Vincent Webert or whatever. I don't know. The guy was he was a little pissy to begin with. Um, I like rules, so I'm kind of like you, Ray. Like, let's play by the rules. He was playing very, very sloppy, and then he would get mad at me because he was being sloppy, and, like, he would per- he blocked his own, like, he blocked Swarmlord from making charges with his Gene Stealers. It's like, you Perfect. can't charge through your own models, and that's a wall. You can't go through the wall. Yeah. It's like, well, that wasn't my intent, but you moved the models. Like, I, did you tell me what your intent was? He's like, no. I'm like, well, I, I'm not supposed to be your fucking mom. Yeah, with giant units of gene stores like that, you got to be careful because if you want to get good stuff in like the brood lords, you got to leave a window. Yeah, so I he I didn't like his attitude. He's being very pissy, and I, I was just trying to play my game. Um, and also I'm trying not to go fucking <laughs> the fucking two and three. So I'm playing like my ass is on the line for this. Yeah, you're so, at that last game where like whoever this next person is, you're gonna fucking lose. You're yeah, gonna lose like, bad. We're losing. I'm using all of my tricks out of all of my fucking books. <laughs> and that was a, that was another one where he doubles double moved uh, gene sealers up, and he was within like five inches to charge. Okay, cool. I'm gonna kill my sorcerer. I'm gonna base your gene stealers. and he wasn't fucking happy about that. Now he's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Let me let me see that." And I showed up, and he's like, "Let me see the FAQ." And I start pulling out the FAQ. Like, here you look. I I, I click download in front of him. Okay, fine, whatever. If you say so, I'm like yeah, that's that's literally the rule. Like it's, I'm sorry, it's fucking good rule. Uh, so yeah, he, he just wasn't happy, and he, it was a salty camper because I just was pulling the game away from him. Uh, ended up thirty to twenty three. So ended up being three and two, which not my best showing. I think it was actually my worst GT showing ever. But I ended up coming out eleventh uh, place out of forty six people, so it's not too bad. And because Jim Vessel and Alan DeHesa, both Chaos players, got one and three respectively, that actually pushed Best Chaos down to me. So I got Best Chaos, which cool. get a little trophy, and third, I got third place Chaos. Uh, Good job, bud. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got a start collecting <laughs> box for Chaos. It was worth like eighty bucks. I'm pretty happy about that, actually. You're such a queer. Dude. Yeah, I, I forgot to say, I, I got, I got fifth overall, and. 
I got best Zenos for the second time, and Cooper got second, and he's playing Gene uh, Sarah Cole and Tyranids, and uh, yeah, I got second place fucking Zenos. What I get it because that's the way they do the price support there. I like uh, it, but it's it's funny because last year it was the same person where like they started writing Cooper's name. And then they crossed it out and then put mine. At least this one is just my name on this on this time around. <laughs> it's rad. So, one, that, was so dice, one, that was our week. That was our weekend. Um, so anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Um, it's late here for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a three-hour episode at this point. Pretty much. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we got some voicemails to get through. We'll come back with the conclusion of the show. We are back. Conclusion of the show. We had a marathon after action review. Multiple tournaments happening at the same time. Um, so we got some voicemails. We called you guys out last week. Called you a bunch of pussies. You know the balls to call us. Give us some shit. So, and some of y'all checked out your balls from your ladies. Yep. Got them back. Had to put them back. Had to put them back real quick. But uh, at least you got, got them for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got some voicemails. Um, this, like I said, I have not been listening to these, so let's see what we got. Like it. Hola, guys. What's up? This is What's up, man? calling. Hey, um, I got a question. Um, after my LVO licking my wounds, fucking kicking getting my ass kicked, much as I love my orcs, I'm thinking of going to a new army. Um, I did play a guy that had Amec and I think he had a, one of those Castellans, which was really fun. And that's only game I won. But I like the, the way, I like the way that army worked. So other than that, I might have to go, am I thinking of Imperium? I, he's going to go away from orcs? I don't know. I don't think he's going to do it. Kind of up in the air. I, I'm fucking, I know playing some games will actually get better. I also need an army that can take some punishment because God damn, all those motherfuckers shooting the shit out of my work. It's like, just give them away, give them away, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. So, I asked you guys if you can help me out and put in some recommendations of what to do. Like I said, I like the Adbic with the, the robots or, you know, Dark Angels, so I like the, that plasma shit. Yeah, 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 you said that. Yeah, recommendations with you guys, especially when I'm from Pretty Dick and Mr. Ray. And but not for Andy. Andy. All you guys yeah, that's not me. <laughs> Hit me up. Let me know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Later. Well, I mean, fuck it. First off, don't go away from orcs because you're like an actual orc and you won't have fun. The thing, the I think the thing that's hurting you, Francisco, is that you don't play enough, and and also when you play, you like have to hurry up and leave, and like when you go to practice at your local game store play friendly games at the end of the game is really where you learn a lot of stuff because yeah. you you talk to your opponent like hey what did i do wrong wow what did i do that made you happy because that's where they that's where they seen something where they capitalized on and honestly that's the real issue you really love orcs and it is your play style so you shouldn't go away from them you just need to get more games and maybe take a couple uh, fun games, quote unquote fun games, to play 
different units from your codex because I know your collection is really big. So you can play an army that has different stuff and you might find out that like, oh man, this unit does this one thing or I really like it. And also, like I said before, when you're taking a shit, read over your fucking stratagems, your warlord's traits, and your relics. It goes a long way to when you're thinking about lists, you can think about those combos and interactions. And that would be my tip for you. Mine would be, uh, if you are interested in trying something new, just, like, you've been talking about Admech, for example. Take a page out of uh, Matt Root's fucking book, and then just proxy your entire orc army as Admech. <laughs> just piss, just piss everyone off. You'll probably win a GT, dude. Just fucking do it. I, I, I say... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and my advice, since you didn't ask for it, is fuck you. <laughs> so our next message, um, once again, I didn't listen to this one. It feels like a new one. No, I love you, Francis. I'm giving you shit. What's up, faggots? It's Jared from the fucking East Coast. Uh, played a bunch of my fucking teammates uh, at LVO, pretty dick. So, sucks that you fucking lost so long. <laughs> uh, anyways, you guys talked about the fucking assassins this week. I'm going to run them tomorrow at fucking our local RTT. Hopefully we kick some ass. Just fucking finish painting up the Evisor tonight on the way to the fucking bar. Um, yeah, fuck you guys, and hopefully I do well. Maybe if you're lucky, I'll call fucking tomorrow, bitches. All right, fucking man. Good uses of the word fuck. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck. Did he call back? No, did he, he did. call back? He did. Okay, so he fucking lost, so whatever. I don't want to fucking listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> but out of curiosity, he said, he said he, his friends beat me? He said he played a bunch of your his friends at LVO and that they beat you. And so he's there so, to talk shit. Unless his friend is Nick Rose or, or fucking Alex Ng. Then I beat all of his friends. He said a bunch of guys from the East Coast. He's from is Jared from the East Coast. Hey Jared from the East Coast, call back. I want to know which friend I beat. <laughs> <laughs> and eat a dick. No, that was a new one. And, and eat a dick, yes. Yeah, and eat a dick. And that was a new one. He's, we have a new caller. We have a new gentleman caller. So anyway. Uh, I've been drinking this whole time. I actually went out and bought beer and I forgot to preempt it. But uh, uh, I was drinking the Four Hands Brewing Company Chocolate Milk Stout. It was mud. Ray would hate it. Yeah. I liked it. It was pretty good. Tastes a little bit like chocolate milk, kind of. Not really, but kind of. So. Do you feel like you're 12? I feel like I have to pee. Oh. So, I know that. So you weren't that, drunk enough to go into a raging fit when shit wasn't working, so I don't think you're drunk enough. I hope you don't edit that out. I hope you just leave the whole thing. Just raw, raw dog the whole show, you know what I mean? I'm not going to edit uh, shit. Can't. Just flat, no editing. No, no, no. There's parts that you did. <laughs> yeah, the, the stuff that Ray fucked up. Got it. So that has been another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reinvestment. I'm, of course, your host, Andy. There's always the best and right. Hold our rule. And our sexual concubine, pretty dead. Later, bitches. <laughs> Until next time, ladies. Drink up. I beat all your friends. <laughs> <laughs>
Five. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to do a different intro because fucking. I think it's gay that we take turns. Now that I heard it multiple times. You think it's gay that we take turns? Yeah, fucking. (laughs) (laughs) So someone should always be the catcher then. (laughs) All right, Ray, it sounds like he's fucking offering. (laughs) That's funny. Oh man. Okay, Ray, you uh, be no. you. Get as gay as you want with this shit. <laughs> I was talking about the fucking uh like the intro, how we all like take turns saying that each thing is gay. Okay. So I think you should just open up saying drink beer, roll dice, talk shit, and then I say America for the pig podcast, like normal, and then Predict says nothing. <laughs> That's still taking turns, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Or Andy just say the whole thing, or and then so what we could do is just take turns doing the intro, like the full intro. Okay. And it's you this this times. Well, why don't you take it this time then, Ray? <laughs> he doesn't remember what you say in the beginning. That's the problem. Okay, yeah. so you want me just to take it the whole way? Yeah. You want you want me to take the intro balls deep? All the way. All the way. Balls and then deep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in at the end though and be like, I do think it's gay that we. There you go. You, you at least explain why you're fucking changing it. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Sure. Sort of. Okay. And in five. Try this again. Not that one. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Okay, here we go. Don't do that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so concerning, Ray. I, I can't hear it if you in can. The flying, ever living, cock sucking fuck <laughs> is happening. Hold on. You push the volume up. It's as far as it goes. Hold on. <laughs> fucking Google Voice keeps changing their goddamn fucking app, and they keep changing it. They fucking changing it. They fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit this out. No, nah, so you should leave it. Fucking podcasting is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I fucking figure it out, Google goddamn voice changes their fucking shit. You said that already. I'm saying it again. Because it's pissing. <laughs> fucking turn on! <laughs> oh my god. How about we just close up the show before you break something? I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Okay, here we go. Suing for this now. There we go. <laughs> I kind of want it not to work. <laughs> <laughs>